0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast, another episode one. 103. Woo! What? It's 103? I thought it was
1: 102. Yeah, 103. Was.
0: 102 was last Whoa. week. Oh. oh, I thought 101 was last week. No, no I'm kidding. it was two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, guys. 103. Uh, dude, I've got the- My math is off. <laughs> I've got it in front of me. All right, all <laughs> Let right. Let me show you. 102 was a review of Ant-Man. Oh, that's right. 101. Ant-Man
1: came out in like, like four years ago. Why did we talk about Ant-Man? Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I know! I fooled you! <laughs> Jinx. You owe me a soda pop. <laughs>
0: All right, so, we're no, so I'm just not going to talk for the rest of the episode. <laughs> no, j- I'm fu- and you're going to have no no idea what to do. <laughs> I'm messing with
1: you. Buddy. I, I have an idea of what we can talk about.
2: God of War. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, <laughs> to the God of War podcast. I wish, dude. Right? Yeah. Soon, soon. We're almost done play- beating the game.
0: Oh, I'm Ryan. Hi. This is Ryan Eliopoulos. What's up?
2: Oh, hi. I'm Ben Magnet. Thank you.
0: Uh, Sparks is not here with us this week. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm Sparks Booty. Yeah, he's He's hanging out with the endymiter, Mark Guggenheim,
1: everyone else. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get like a fan rendition of the little mountain. Yeah, we're probably on that mountain. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, he uh, he had some personal business to take care of today, uh, so he could not be here, which means we will be skipping the the book club. But in lieu of that bad news, I have good news to counteract. Ooh, Uh, the good news is what we have. A big announcement to make. Do we? Do yes. We? Oh, we do. We are, do. Are we all getting married finally? What? We have uh, decided to all settle down together.
2: Yes. And get married. Uh, no, Funko. I'm sure you guys have heard of Funko.
0: I hear they sell pops.
2: Yeah. Let's 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 see. I know you can't see it, but I just redid. We're recording this in my house in my room. For those of
0: you listening to this podcast, you can see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's.
2: I am describing that my girlfriend and I we put up a wall of pops. Literally. Well, Ben, have you ever wanted to buy more? Yeah. Funko Pops? Fudge. Yeah. Well let me tell you, just go to the link in the description. Wait,
0: what? What? Yeah. We are now <gasps> a real podcast a, now. We are now a Funko affiliate. Shit oh, man. Oh yeah.
1: Finally got an ad in a podcast. Yeah, did it. We yeah. did it. We
0: made it. Technically not an ad, more of an affiliate. Yes. But more information on that one at the back of the show, I'll give you a little bit of tease right now. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as we're going to Comic Con, guys. Heck yeah, dude. <gasps> I'm so stoked. <laughs> Very exciting for that. Uh so, may I? Don't don't, don't, don't sing. Don't, oh, man. oh. Are you going to be like, I'm so excited? Well, he can't hide it. I, yeah, I can't hide there it. He's go. about <laughs> to lose control, and I think I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I Fun fact, I that's a karaoke I song. Don't. I know every word of that song. Really? I don't, I don't. Uh, well, anyway... Uh, Before we get into our 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 news, guys, how was your week outside of the great news that we are now a Funko affiliate? (sighs) It was pretty good. I read a lot of. There was a lot of number ones this week. A lot of big boy number ones. Yeah,
1: Uh, I think we'll
0: as as opposed to small boy number ones. Yeah,
1: you know, as opposed to like little boys or big men. Um, I played God of War. Like I'm almost, I, I put like ten hours this week. Like when I'm almost I was, done, dude. When I
0: was playing it, I had to resist the urge to say that every week. Yeah, dude. And uh it's hard. I'm so glad it's you guys are playing it's it. It's so
1: good. And uh, I, I I'm up to a part now and Ben just played the part that I finished last night. So I'm just like reliving these awesome memories again. I'm like, dude, this game is unbelievable. Yeah. Which
2: that part, by the way, was effing amazing. Yeah,
1: like no joke, like if you even if you play video games a little bit, like you don't have to be a God of War fan. Like this is a, a incredible story with incredible characters that also happens to be a kick ass action game.
2: Yep. Yeah, this this is one of those games where people talk about cinematic games. This is one of them. It's insane. Uh, we will hopefully be doing a spoiler podcast about the game. Sparks. You got to get uh, on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but Ben, how was your week?
2: Oh, I feel like I need a bottle of tequila next to me to tell you about the week I had. Holy crap. All right, crap. On. Tequila. <laughs> Let's keep it positive, buddy. <sighs> well, besides certain issues with my car. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that really sucks. I'll allow them. That, that's, yeah. that one I'll allow. Yeah. That one sucks. Yeah, because I get so... I get back home from your place. We go have dinner. Everything's fine, and around one a.m., there the doorbell rings. Man, the last two weeks,
0: the f- two weeks ago, I got a flat tire co- coming yeah. home from your place, and then
2: this week, last week, you someone someone rans you. No, here's what happened. So my car was parked on the street because there was no parking. My roommates were fixing their uncle's truck, and then I get a the doorbell rings at one a.m. It's the cops, and they tell me that yeah, so it's ran- the Popo. I yeah. didn't even know that name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they tell me that someone rear-ended my car. They ran straight into it. Mm. Um, the, it, it ran right into the curb. My, and you were parked. Yeah, I was parked. I was in the car. I was just parked. Uh, no, obviously, it was his fault. I mean, good, good on the kid, because he stayed. He called his dad. Yeah, you I mean, could, c- it could have been a hit and run. You and- can tell he was freaking out. Yeah. like I was talking to his dad most of the time, and he was just like- I remember being young and getting my first accident. Oh, yeah. He's like 19. Oh, yeah. I was like 16. Yeah, he was just like, he couldn't believe it. So, that's fun, because I've been without a car for most of the week. Luckily, I have a rental. But you have is, a
1: beautiful Nissan Versa, which I also just bought one. As is. a rental. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I got that, and luckily, I'm going to take it to the shop uh, Monday. And, but good news, I finally made it to Beetle House in Scum and Villain Cantina. I'm jealous of uh, Yes, last night. Did they at
1: all play... I didn't hear the song. Yeah.
2: Although, when I was in Beetle House, they did play This is Halloween from the movie. That's right, because it was Tim Burton. Yeah, Beetle oh, House, I'll allow it. Yeah, Beetle uh, House is a Tim Burton-style bar, yes. where it says all the Tim Burton, all his <laughs> movies. Even Nightmare, because even though he didn't direct that one, he was heavily, influent, he heavily influenced. He, he wrote the, the yeah, book he ro- it's based off. He wrote the book. He was also an executive producer. He was on the set most of the time. And, of course, you had Batman. You had it, It's a really cool bar. It's in Hollywood. and also, Thanks for
0: the invite, bro. Just, you were there. I was.
2: <laughs> you were in downtown.
0: you know how close Ryan and I lived to downtown?
2: It was in Hollywood.
0: Hey man, Do you know how close Ryan and I lived to Hollywood? Man. By the way, hey, I was depending on traffic,
1: there. I can be there between twenty to ninety minutes.
2: True, depending, <laughs> on, depending <laughs> on traffic. Given you that time frame, but it. here's the best part: Beetle House and Scum and Villainy—they're right across the, across the street from each other. That's a nice. So you could just prime real estate. So you can just really nice. park, go to Beetle House, and then go to Scum and Villainy, or vice versa, and have a good night. Star. Scum Wars bar. and Villainy is my favorite bar ever.
1: Very cool. Um, Kevin oh, yeah. Smith does his Fat Man on Batman podcast there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: I will. Uh, only thing I will say about my week is as, as I read Immortal Hulk. It's a great book. That was awesome. Yeah, dude. Very happy about that. All right, shall we get shall we shall we order us up some bread and butter? Mm, I'm hungry. Yes. Garcon, if you please.
2: <laughs> and here's your bread.
3: And your butter. Here's your bread
1: butter. Hey, okay, not in my ear, thank you.
3: Thank you,
0: Jeremy. Uh, as always, so starting with some comics. I like those. Hey, Love some comics.
2: I was reading those last night. Ooh. You read Cosmic Ghost Rider. Oh my God, that book is are we amazing. talking about comics later,
1: later? Like, are we gonna do that thing where we said, instead of the book club? Yeah.
2: Okay, we'll talk about it then. Yeah, we're gonna, we're,
0: yeah, okay. Okay. Um, so, Die, Die, Die. Yes. Is a comic out by Robert Kirkman and the cur- and one of the sh- current showrunners for Walking Dead. Sure. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Burnham, Burnham. Who hasn't is, done
1: something since Nameless. Yeah. Yeah. Is the
0: the artist... Uh, this comic was released on Wednesday, and this is the first you're hearing of it, because it was a surprise launch. It was announced
1: Tuesday, saying, hey guys, guess what? We have a comic out. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And it, that's never been done before. Yeah. And it's it's not like a small book. It's a Robert Kirkman, Chris Burnham, big ass book. Yes. Damn. That's, and I, I bought it. I haven't read it yet, but I bought it because I bought the hype.
0: <laughs> uh, Robert Kirkman, uh, actually, you, you bought, you fell right into his into his, uh, trap. Trap, yep. Uh, it's uh, announced as a blood-soaked, no-holds-barred, action-packed, irreverent story. Uh, the plot of Die, Die, Die concerns a secret cabal within the U.S. government that uses a series of targeted assassinations to con- covertly stop evildoers. So, Sounds like Wanted. From what uh, what Kirkman said, the internet has drained all surprise and anticipation from comics. Everyone hears about exciting new projects and then has to wait months or years for it to mm-hmm. be in their hands. And half the time, at the end of the buildup, the stories get spoiled in some lame attempt at getting wider media attention. We've seen this happen recently with Batman 50.
1: Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. the Word Balloon podcast Tom King, he goes into detail about how that was real shitty. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, so it's um so basically the idea was you're never more excited about a comic than the first time you hear about it. 100%. And we heard about it on Tuesday, we were able to buy it on Wednesday. Selling um, like hot cakes, dude. I don't know if if this is a viable option for the market, but it certainly could uh, because it's successful, uh, clearly, it could be interesting to see if Marvel at DC tries to do something like this down the line.
1: Man, I would love to see them stealth launch. Like, hey, man, we got, we got like a, like, not like, let's say Hulk, like, yo, yeah, Hulk number one drops tomorrow. Here's a the creative theme. Oh, yeah. That'd be incredible. But because of marketing and stuff like that, I don't think Marvel will ever do that. Right.
0: Because especially in previews, like, how do you get the, how do you get the real ta- retailers to buy this book? Exactly. Like, you have to, you what have to, the names. Yeah. The creators. No, but like, how do you, because retailers have to buy through previews as well. Yeah, yeah. They have to order from, the, from Diamond. Does Diamond give them the book? Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. I assume like like car like
1: people who run comic shops. I bet they knew about this already. Could be like like, like they knew they the, the did direct buy it. the direct market people probably know like hey Kirkman has this book out. You probably want to it's gonna go hot.
0: Yeah, we're not gonna announce till day of. Um, or, yeah. Uh, the logistics of it, I would probably know if I was still working at a comic shop. I'd yeah. be really interested to talk to, uh, I, could, I could still talk to them. Yeah. Uh, you know, Stay tuned, maybe I'll talk to them about yeah, this. See find what, out. See how yeah, this, like this comes come out.
2: It's not like every time you go to the store, we see someone you used to work with and you're like, hey. Well, I don't see Chris anymore, who's the manager. Oh, true, That's, true.
0: Uh, and he'd be the one to ask. Okay. Um, all right, well, on the other side of this, uh, something that was announced um, three months prior to its release. I'm bored of it. <laughs> Hotel Academy, Hotel Oblivion. Umbrella oh, yeah, Academy yeah, yes. Hotel Oblivion. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Wait, Umbrella Hol- Academy Hotel Oblivion. There you go. Which is a seven issue miniseries written by Gerard Way and Ga- uh, Gabriel Moon? Ba.
1: Oh, Gabriel Ba, yeah. Oh, Gabriel Ba did Day Tripper. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So
0: he, uh, this is the third yeah. Umbrella Academy series. Uh, Ryan, you're a big I've, fan I've of
1: that. I've read the, the, the first one. Okay, you yeah, haven't read yes. the second one. Uh, and in, in anticipation for that new TV show
0: coming out, I bet Gerard Way was like, yeah, I'm feeling it. Let's do another. Um, so the, the the plot is Described Five is a hired gun Kraken is stalking Big Game Rumor is dealing With the wreckage Of her marriage A rotund space boy Runs around the streets Of Tokyo Vanya continues Her physical therapy After being shot In the head And pointless. no one wants To even mention Seance Until issue number two uh, Those are all character names. <laughs> that made no sense
1: to me. That's 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 <laughs> just like that's like a really weird description. It's like, hey, here is all the characters and what happened. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. I am just like it's like it's
0: like a it's like a it's like an emo X Men book. It's a good book. Yeah, I am
2: yeah, yeah. just like what?
0: Yeah. Um. Well, all right. Well, since you are the only one listening to that, let's get yeah. into something that that's also really exciting. William Gibson's Alien Three. Heck yeah. Actual title of the comic. William Gibson was the was one of uh, the I guess the, one of the most prevalent screenwriters on Alien Three before uh, David Lynch came on board. David Fincher. Fincher. Jesus. Yeah. David Finch, Fincher, and Lynch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> David Fincher. Uh, David Fincher is the artist. David yep. Fincher is the director. And David it... Lynch is the director. A lot it's... of, uh, lot of uh,
2: inches in that, huh? There are a lot of inches. Yeah, yeah I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> not like that. Not like that. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Woo, got him.
0: Uh, so William Gibson's Alien 3 uh, is an unproduced script uh, that will be turning into a uh, miniseries for Dark Horse, who currently owns the Alien license, until until Disney buys Fox. Gabriel uh, yeah. Hardman right now is doing a cool Alien comic. And then James
1: Stokoe did one before that.
0: Which I have, and I, yep. I really want to read it. Yeah. Um, um,
1: they're, they're doing good stuff with Aliens the last couple of years, for sure.
0: Yeah, so William Gibson is involved in, in helping write this script. Um, I didn't get the chance to do a whole lot of research on what he's done in the interim. Yeah. Um, but this is this script would have sidelined Sigourney Weaver uh, as Ripley, so she wouldn't have been in the story. So was it Newt and... It was actually Hicks and Bishop as the main characters in this one. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Hicks uh, was supposed to return in um, uh, Neil Blomkamp's Alien Three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is going to be drawn and written by Johnny Christmas. Great name. Uh, who did the the Who did the series Sheltered for Image?
1: Oh, William Gibson. He did Neuromancer, and that's like one of the most like cyberpunk like awesome like uh, science fiction novels of all time. I don't. Know. It's very Philip K. Dick.
0: Oh yeah. No, okay. I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this this. Alien 3, as we know, had a very storied history. Man,
1: da- so yeah, David
0: Fincher. I think that movie, for how, for what it went through, that movie's good. Uh, actually, IGN recently did an article, 11 underrated films that aren't underrated anymore, and yep. Alien 3 is one of them. That's smart, yeah. Like, a lot of people have come around on Alien 3. Yeah. Um, he came in like like weeks before production was spo-
1: like before the stars were filming so yeah. he had no he came into a movie not knowing anything it's yeah. like i just got to i got to work with what i got it was his second movie fincher uh, or his first i think it was his, it was first
0: really i think so cuz yeah. it was
1: before seven it was before seven yeah. and
0: all that and all that stuff well so william gibson i i believe was the script that was going to be it was going to happen before fincher came on board just right before so it was this was the The writing process for this film was insane. Yeah. Uh, nobody could figure it out. It came out almost a decade before uh, after two. Yeah. Um. So. This reminds me of
1: our book club from last week,
0: City on the Edge of Forever, yes. which was a uh,
1: a screenplay that got heavily uh, edited. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then they released the actual version and a comic. So I'm all about this kind Hopefully of. Hopefully, this is
2: better than the Star Wars, which is also. Yeah. Okay. It has, it's
1: it's cool stuff.
2: The Star Wars is based off the first rough draft. So and you
0: it's, can tell. it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this first issue will, will launch uh, November 7th. I'm ready for it. I'm excited for this. Yeah, dude. Yeah. More aliens. Blade Runner. Ryan, you're a big fan. Ooh. <gasps> I am, but I'm worried. <laughs> this scares me. <laughs> well, Titan... Uh, Titan Publishing, who has a lot of uh, li- licensed li- license books. Ubisoft uh, publishes comics through them, uh, Assassin's Creed mostly. Yeah. I think Penny Dreadful. Uh, Penny like, Dreadful. Like TV shows. Doctor Who. Yep. Uh, a lot of comics uh, with Titan. They're a British publishing, publishing house mostly. Uh, they have the Blade Runner publishing rights now, and they will p- publishing in canon. That scares me. Comics, as well as behind-the-scenes books to Blade Runner 2049. That's cool. Um, I will wait for the creative team. Yeah, no creative teams. Multiple. This is a multiple books.
1: And yeah. There's no creative team announced yet. And uh, yeah, you guys know how I feel about Blade Runner and 2049 scared the hell out of me. And it turned out. Do you like
0: Soldier, the Blade Runner sequel before Blade <sighs> Runner 2049? It's
1: a
2: it's a fine action movie. Yeah. But like, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, I did not even know there that's was a,
1: uh, Paul W S Anderson. That's a uh, Mortal Kombat thought,
2: guy. I thought the um, sequel to Blade Runner was Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Nobody talks about Soldier. No, so no one it, talks about, it's about like
1: Soldier. It's like an unofficial. It's weird. It's, it's written
2: by the same
0: guy. It's mm-hmm. it's bad. Yeah, dude. it's, it's um, okay. It's a weird one. Yeah, but it's like this is like one of those franchises.
1: Like the more you add to it, the more diluted it gets. And like it's so perfect. And like that sequel is almost as good, if not better. But there is there is more to explore in the world because there is space travel. No, one hundred percent. But I'm just worried that the people behind it aren't. Not to be mean, like not good enough to yeah. hold the Blade Runner like where it should be. Right. I don't want like a B
0: minus book. Blade but Runner if, is what an if, A. What if Denis Villeneuve writes his first ever? Dude,
1: comic. I'll, I'll I'll buy stock in that company. <laughs> That's the, that would be the greatest.
0: <laughs> uh. So um. Uh, sorry, Alcon co-founders uh, Broderick J- Jansen and Andrew Kosav. Know, who's Alcon? Is that, it's they a co- it's a, the production company. They, so they own Blade Runner. The production rights to Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure. In partnering with the exceptional Titan Comics and Titan Books, we're con- we're confident that the world of Blade Runner will continue to organically grow in a way that refuses to sacrifice the quality, tone, and high standards of this beloved property.
1: Sounds good to me. So I don't read many Titan books. Like, I didn't read any of the Doctor Who books or, or Penny Jet
0: I like the Doctor Who books. I really did. Would you say they're good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the tenth. I only read the 10th Doctor and the 8th Doctor. Uh, the 8th Doctor I liked a lot. The 10th Doctor was very Stargate, so I was totally in. Hey, all right. Oh, yeah, they had Egyptian gods coming back to Earth. As, yeah, I'm into as, it. Uh, as aliens. I'm like, this is Stargate, and I'm Dude, so in. <laughs> I might actually read that then. <laughs> it was great. That sounds awesome. The first year is just Stargate. I'm into um, But,
2: Ben, you're, you're a new fan oh, of Blade Runner. Yeah. Would you read these? I I would, but only if Ryan says they're good.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ryan will be our.
2: Ryan is the one who loves Blade Runner from the very beginning. I am a new fan, so it's like I don't want to dip my toes into shitty waters. Also, yeah, you right. don't want to spend money on something. Not yeah, like I don't want to spend money on something that I'm going to hate later on. Yeah, Ryan will be our uh, Geiger counter.
0: Is that a thing? Yeah, is that it. H.R. Geiger. He shall be our. <laughs> <laughs> he shall be our guide. Well, on some casting news, mm. Billy Dee Williams is returning to Star Wars as an and un, uh, as an unknown character. That's hilarious. <laughs> It, Lando, Lando Calrissian. It's Lando. Um,
1: no, I was kidding about that. It's Lando. If they kill Lando, I'm gonna be. so Oh, pissed. they will. I'm gonna be so pissed. They've
0: they've got to they've got to kill off a legacy character yeah, in right. each film. It feels like it. Um, um, now, no, we're not sure if this is is this is going to be set after the remake of the Last Jedi or the original cut of the Last because, oh, Jedi. God. Yeah, we that. don't know if
1: the remake is gonna have that buff Luke Skywalker. Did you see? Did you see that
3: poster that they it made? Was great. Oh man. Oh, God. they didn't make it. that was a fan made. No, I know. It's
1: it's uh. That thing is hilarious. It is. Can I pledge $100 million so it won't happen? You can. I, I'm pledging, not giving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pledge allegiance.
0: Look, uh, yeah, Billy Dee Williams, we, we talked about this in in our review of The Last Jedi. Uh, Sparks mentioned that it would be great to have Lando come back and Where's kind he of been? Uh, br- bring him back. Where's he been? Mm-hmm. Where's he been? Yeah, well, how his come come he friend di- died.
2: Where's he been? How come he didn't answer that uh, distress call, Lando? Come on, Lando. Who knows
0: if, he, if he's even contactable? Maybe they have to go find him. Maybe he's on an island somewhere. <laughs>
2: No. He's also on an island in a robe? You know what he is? He is on an island, but he's on a tropical island on some vacation planet. Alien babes? Surrounded by hot alien babes, and then someone's going to find him, and he's like, And he's going to go, he he pulls down his shades, and he's like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) no, I know why you're here, No, He's like, uh, and I Uh, was just enjoying my retirement. uh, I, with
1: JJ coming back, I just is going to be like super fan
2: service.
0: Yeah, so And like, so is. Like, yeah. and, like, it so is. Look, <laughs> I really like the Last Jedi. Yeah, I do too. Because of that, yep. I have no faith in Episode Nine.
3: Oh.
0: Well, yeah, man. It's we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, especially after what we, well, we can't say any of that. That's yeah. off the record. What we know, what we've heard. Well, we've heard. Yeah. Um, well, Jeremy Renner has been cast in Spawn. Oh, I forgot Twitch. We, we yes, yeah. dude. Uh, oh, yeah. As Twitch Williams, Twitch uh, Williams was is a the the character. Uh, uh, this is so strange how um, McFarlane worded this. Yeah. So McFarlane described, said of the character, the character doesn't need to be a bodybuilder or GQ handsome oh, man. Oh, this is stupid. Thanks Which both to. things are Jeremy Renner. <laughs> what, yeah. Uh, it, like, Is he insulting Jeremy Renner? <laughs> kind of. I was looking for somebody who's a person you've met before. I needed someone who can pull off the grief of an average human being. I've seen Jeremy do that in more than a few of his movies. Sure, he's a good actor. I'm totally down. Yeah. The movie's gonna be about him and not Spawn. Yeah. Which hmm, I kinda wanna just see Spawn kick ass. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um yeah. I get
0: I get why he doesn't want to do that because there's so many superhero movies that do that. Really would like to see Spawn kick ass.
1: Yeah. It's like I think I said this before, but I think this is gonna be almost like a like a Gotham Central thing where like he's not the main character, but he's in it.
0: Yeah, and I'm down. Gotham City Central is really good. Yeah. Uh,
2: that's what Gotham should have been. Still worried
1: off.
0: about him directing it. Yeah, uh, never yeah. been a
1: director. Yeah,
2: he's directing this, right?
0: And yes. writing it. Yeah. yeah, and like he's a fine writer, but like, writing
2: it's fine. But during, uh... we'll
0: see. Well, comic writers don't always make good uh, 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 movie writers. Green Lantern's great. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> sorry, Jeff. Um, if you're wait, if you're listening, I'm sorry, Jeff Johns. <laughs> he's
1: been listening to every episode except uh, until right now. He's like, now I'm done. I have. <laughs> had I gave it. you guys one hundred oh, one hundred oh two point
0: five episodes. Well, Walking in Phoenix. Uh, has officially walking walking shut up walking phoenix has officially announced well it's officially signed on to play the joker in todd phillips joker origin film Uh, (sighs) sure we've heard about this for a long time it's been months of persistent rumors and now it is official uh sure
1: i was talking to you about this earlier brandon of all these unannounced movies the ones that, like, like we we don't need three, five Joker movies or Harley Quinn Well, we're movies. getting them. I know. Um, this is the one that, now that it's official, I have the most faith in. Because Joaquin Phoenix does not pick bad movies. He's a good ass. He, he picks his roles, like, even besides the crazy stuff. The Sofia Coppola B- film. The, besides the crazy stuff. Like, he is an excellent actor. And he said the script is really good. And that's a dude And who, admittedly, we've never
0: seen that film. So it could be great.
1: It could be great. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I, mean, I didn't hear bad
1: things about it. I, I didn't, didn't hear, hear anything, anything about, about it. it. <laughs> exactly. Because who cares? <laughs> uh, but um, yeah,
0: dude. I'm 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 ready for it. Yeah. I'm I'm sure. Look, yeah. Todd Phillips uh has made one and a half good movies. What's the half? Uh, War Dogs. I think War Dogs is a solid one. Okay, so yeah, two so two good movies. Two good movies. Hangover and, 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 and War Dogs. I don't know what else he's done. Yeah, neither do I. Hangover two and three. Yeah. Um, he, he did Due Date. I like Due Date a lot. So he's got three. I Wait. No, I like Date Night a lot. Not the same movie. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I don't like Due Date. Okay. That's the Downey and- Yeah. The that downian. one's like a point .5. Yeah, sure. Uh, eh, Hangover 2 is okay. It's just the same thing as Hangover 1. Yeah. But like more gross stuff. And Bangkok.
2: Yeah. yeah more cock. I, I haven't seen Bangkok. Hangover 2. So I wouldn't know. <laughs> there you go, bad
0: <laughs> one of those <laughs> times. Oh, buddy! It's in the trailer. They're going to
2: Bangkok, and it's yeah. in the trailer. So, well,
0: at any rate, uh, so it's uh, according to the studio, it's going to be exploration of a man disregarded by society. That is not only a gritty character study, but also a broader cautionary tale. Uh, the script is written by Scott Silver, who did uh, Eminem's Eight Mile. Oh, dude! Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, and we, as we know, um, Todd Phillips will be directing with uh, Scorsese as producer. Yeah, dude. Um, Joaquin Phoenix had this to say: "It feels unique." it is its own world in some ways and maybe mostly it scares the effing shit out of me or something it might as well be the thinking be the thing that scares you the most i wouldn't quite classify this as like any any genre i wouldn't say it's a superhero movie or a studio movie or a it feels unique and i think more than anything and probably the most important thing is todd seems very passionate about it and very giving and that's exciting
1: the last movie he was in you were never really here uh is it also a very unique dark movie. Like it's really twisted with like a really dark sense of humor. So like after I saw that I was like, I could totally see him transitioning into like his own comic book world.
0: Sure. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure. Bring it, look, if Warner Brothers must take a dartboard approach, at least they'll be good. Yeah. Like, well, like hopefully this will be good. Anyway. Yeah, like well, of course nobody asked for it, but like with everything that
1: we're given, this seems like a good thing happening.
0: Yeah, I'd rather have this than the Jared Leto joke. Hundred million oh, percent. Yeah.
2: Billion percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And All I haven't right. even seen Suicide Squad. Jared Leto. D- <laughs> You're
2: pulling he, at me now,
0: Brandon. Does he
1: want, has he said that he wants to come back? Like
0: He's he's executive he was... producing the Joker film. Oh, can we change the topic now? Okay. I didn't know that. Well, can I have, I have something to say? Ab- <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, no. Ben, we have, we have decided to change the topic. <laughs> Jared Leto says no. <laughs> go ahead, Ben.
2: No, the one thing that I'm actually kind of scared about for this Joker movie is I'm fine with walking fiends being a joker i know he's a great actor he's done psychotic roles before like the emperor and gladiator
0: he should have been cast as the joker from the get-go yeah he should have He also
2: turned on dr strange
0: because he hates studios i would have re- rather him wait why is he doing this movie no, that's buddy. what i mean
1: this i think that's why i like i think the it's script smaller, might, smaller yeah, budget might be smaller like, budget
0: yeah. it's a very small budget um
2: oh it fair dr strange my last thought on that go ahead yeah. but i just don't want people to see this as like the true quote unquote origin for the joker because the one thing i like about killing joke is that it could be, but we still don't know.
0: You sure he, it wasn't that sex scene between uh, Barbara Gordon? I'm and talking Bruce about Wayne? the book, Dark not oils. the damn movie. Yeah,
2: that was in the book. That wasn't in the book. The sex scene wasn't. The book is yeah, I tiny. No, know, know. go ahead. I mean, the one thing about the book Killing Joke that I like is like, hey, here's and a origin. We still don't know if it's the true origin of the Joker, but it's one that Alan Moore gave us and so far DC has been just rolling with it I but mean, they haven't actually said here's the true origin of the Joker
0: true, truthfully the only thing we know for sure is that the Joker was at one time a character called the
2: Red Hood yes, yes. that's the only thing we know yes. Batman
0: is not in this movie at all is he That we know
1: of right. what do you, I mean what do you think no I don't think so Okay, so like, then they can't unless and, it's Michael Keaton I mean, they could do Red Hood stuff, but like, what hood? if they
0: de-age Michael Keaton using the same technology this is from ha- Marvel? This, the
1: Marvel, they steal it from Marvel. Young Michael Keaton, I'm down.
0: Young Michael Keaton. This is a prequel to the '89 Batman. They retcon the or Joker, or, or the Joker origin story in that film.
1: I, I no joke. I am down for that. <laughs> <Right>. No joke. <laughs> no. Oh, dang it! Good, thank the good job, Ryan. Uh <laughs> I, joke. I would be totally cool with them just like scrapping
0: the new universe and just going back to the old universe. <laughs> just bring <laughs> the, it back. The Burton Schumacher yeah. F- universe. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh hell yeah! Bring Clooney back. I don't care. I, I mean, I I like uh, I like period genre pieces. I've said this before. That's why I like Wonder Woman so much. Yep. Mm-hmm. Captain America, Kong. Uh, you said uh, you said a genre film in the past. I'm in. If yeah. this is a Goodfellas esque movie, but just replace the main guy
1: with a guy with like clown makeup, yeah, that's awesome.
2: Yeah. I'm. Br-
1: I'm. This is good.
2: Yeah, I mean, we see Batman. All right. Maybe a little bit of Batman. What if we
0: see Batman in like the beginning, like he drops the red hood in Nevada,
2: and we never see the Batman, Batman that, again? For yeah, the rest that would of the be, cool. be uh, that would be fine. But once again, I just don't want people going to the comic books to say, "Hey, how come they don't mention this origin story for the Joker in other?" I games? don't think there's so I don't think there's a cross pollination so, as much as we think there is. True, yeah, but, because uh, the Dark Knight was very, 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 very successful.
1: Yeah, and that's and, all about him having multiple choice. So I think mm-hmm. most bre- regular people know the Joker
2: doesn't have a real origin. I think yeah. that's
1: kind of like ingrained in culture.
2: Yeah. I, I hope so, but I know there's. Uh, I've talked to a few people when the Dark Knight came out. They're like, "So how does the Joker become the Joker?" And I'm sitting there going,
0: uh
2: Well, this Joker didn't fall
0: into a vat of acid, so we don't know. Nope. No, that's really all we know is that at one time he was the Red Hood. He fell into acid and became crazy. Became yeah. the Joker. That's yeah. the only thing that is that's set yep. that we know of. And now there's three Jokers, so who knows? Oh right, that comic's coming out. Yeah, yeah. the comic is still coming out. Can't wait. I'm kind of, I'm interested.
1: I'm just curious about like, I really like that idea.
0: If it is, if it is done well. Yeah. I, I'm totally it's, jo- it's Jeff Ridinger, right? Yeah. Then yeah. And Jason Fabok as yeah. the artist. Heck yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of, we talk about
1: the Joker a lot. That's surprising. We do. Oh we did. God, I like it. Well,
0: why The Last Man? Why, why? The Last Man? Why? <laughs> Shatner. Um, um, where are all the men? Why The Last Man has a, the FX TV series by Brian K. Vaughan. Uh, Brian K. Vaughan adapted TV series on FX uh, has cast most of its main characters now. Uh, so we have Barry Kogan uh, from Dunkirk. Uh, now, all those people in Dunkirk looked exactly the same, so I have no of, idea yeah, who this is. Uh, white dudes are black hair. Yeah. Uh, he will play Yorick Brown. Uh, it, it described, He may be the lone survivor of a worldwide
2: plague.
1: Hey, did you guys know that, why The Last Man? It's because his name is Yorick. Yeah. Oh. He oh. didn't. Fun fact, fun fact.
2: I've never read Why The Last Man. I wouldn't know. Now that I. have read, like, two
1: issues, like, 20 years ago. So i like... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it came out. I, years I uh, ago. it's exaggeration for a long period of time. <laughs> you were four? Hey. I was six. Oh. I'm a man. How old are you? Twenty six. Oh. I've had this nose ring for one year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for those of you just listening in, he has not. Forever. Uh, Diane Lane. Uh, as, oh hell yeah. As we know. Uh, it's funny because the article said Diane Lane from Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. She's such a good actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll play uh, she's Clark Kent's mother yes the... i almost said wife That's a different movie she, no him
1: and uh, her
0: and ben affleck were in a movie together where they were together oh. yeah uh she will play senator jennifer Br- she- ben affleck is the age of someone who would raise an adult child in the other movie i'm talking about in batman v superman wait what wait diane lane and ben affleck were husband and wife in
1: another movie in
0: another movie yeah Right, so Clark Kent yes. is 30, yes, which means that Ben Affleck is the age that he would have a 30-year-old son. 33. Yeah, I don't know. Let's not talk about Batman. I don't think Batman should be that, whatever. Let's not talk about it anymore. Let's, let's, let's just stop, <laughs> keep going. Jesus. I
1: found something new to hate about this movie. There's a lot, there's a lot. Dude, you can find so much more.
0: Uh, she will play Jennifer, Senator Jennifer Brown, who is Yorick's uh, mother uh, and Hero Brown's mother. Uh, I'll get to her in a minute. Uh, she's a senator in, in her first term who puts personal ideals above politics. Now, I had no idea that the series would still be delving. I, th- I thought it was like post-apocalyptic, but I didn't realize there would still be a governmental system in place. I want to say,
1: because again, I haven't read a lot, I want to say it starts that way, but then like it gets deeper into like what's left of the world.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Imogen Poots. Hey, uh, she's great. Will be Hero Brown, uh, York's sister, and a tough and confident EMT. Uh, Lashing Lynch. Uh, will play Agent 355, who's a secret agent. Ooh. Secret service agent. Secret agent, Jesus. <laughs> secret agent. No, uh, <laughs> secret yeah. service agent. Julianne Canfield uh, plays Beth, a Brooklyn-based knife maker. Marianne- Marin, Ireland. Sure. Mm-hmm. Nora will play the president's senior assistant and right hand. Ooh. Not the left hand? Nope. Okay. Uh, well, we'll find out who plays the left hand mm-hmm. next week, probably. Good. So yeah, this could be cool. I'm looking forward to this. I haven't read I haven't read Why The Last Man. I've always wanted to, but hey, bring on a good comic yep. book series. And FX with uh, Legion shows that, yes. shows that they could do well. Give them Ghost Rider. Yeah. At one time. Yeah. But now they'll give us a Netflix. I'll add. T- either one will work, man. Yeah. yeah. Um every time this man's name comes up, I always mispronounce it. Digimon Hansu. Digimon? Digimon. Digimon <laughs> Hansu. D- <laughs> D- D- Did uh, will be has been cast as the Wizard Shazam Ooh. in the movie Shazam.
2: I'm done. I'm looking forward
0: to this movie. I yeah. am too. they released that set photo. That first set photo. He's like chilling at a, a gas station. That's well, that, that's from
2: uh, John's and Frank's run. I yeah.
0: was just about to say that. Yeah, that is straight out of that run. At first, it kind of like raised a red flag because I'm like, uh shitty, ba- shitty <laughs> Billy Batson. <laughs> oh no! But then I was like, no, no, they cast Zachary Levi. There's, yeah. They're not going to go in that direction. Great smile.
2: Now I know that he was giving that Zachary Levi was giving a lot of flack for his suit. They're saying that those fake muscles. That, suit looks good. That's all him, yeah, right? Bo- well, no, I mean he bulked up a lot. There is yeah. a minor. Layer of
1: additional stuff to make him bigger they, but he worked out i bet he did
0: henry cavill uh henry cavill has definition in
2: his suit yeah. like come yeah. on
0: guys yeah uh you want to yeah.
2: complain about something complain about that no yeah. but here's the thing zachary levi looks so good at shazam he really does yeah. i'm like dude you were born to play I, I, st- really I still sad. think
1: like 10 years ago like when chuck was on and he was like skinny i
2: love that like, show <laughs>
0: I still really hope that they that he puts. This is a big break for him. I just realized.
2: This, yeah. is, a big this is a huge big break for him. Well, he was oh, okay. Fandral was, is like Yeah, but Fandral's it, not a big break. It wasn't a big break, but still. He's I mean, not, he was he's still not the lead in like Well, anything. he's um uh, Flynn Rider He's a playing ref- a superhero. True. Yeah. He's playing a superhero. You actually now. get to see his face. You don't just This is, just is the, this hear is the his big bucks.
0: Yeah, this is He's not playing a Disney prince. He's not playing a side character. He's playing a superhero.
2: Yeah. Like this is crazy.
0: Um, his life will never be the same. But no, I'm, still,
2: I'm still happy for him.
0: He, I, re, I still really hope they put lightning in his chest. They have to. I think they, they will.
2: It. I mean, once, that's, that's going to be post-production.
0: I so. hope so, because I, I that's my favorite design. Mm-hmm. I, as much as I give that Gary Frank run uh, shit for having a dark Billy Batson being hey a little shit. It looks great. Uh, that run looks great. That run looks great. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, the way
2: that the lightning courses through the costume. Yeah,
0: him and Black Adam. Both mm-hmm. uh, I got We got a comment that was like, oh, but I can't wait to see Black Adam in Shazam. Ooh, oh, sorry buddy. about that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we, got, we, we found out a little while ago that Black Adam will not be in Shazam. Mm-hmm. i mean i get it i don't i'm fine with dr doc- with the doctor yeah How? Oh, you Savannah. cast him? he was the first person you cast no i see
1: i understand that but like
0: he I was cast before this movie was announced he's
1: casted, yeah and now he's the bad guy of suicide squad 2 or something or he's in it we don't even know that that's a rumor still i did see on twitter like somebody asked him about the movie he's like oh unfortunately i'm not in this one but the next one maybe yeah I'm
0: like okay that's because he why he, he was the, he was the first he was one of the first people they cast in this in this DCEU I believe they cast him before like Ben a, Affleck it was before Justice League was even out yeah. yeah no it was it was after
1: BVS for sure it was after BVS it was definitely All right. after BVS
0: alright you're right because it was before they released that, that slate yeah. BVS hadn't come out yet but it, it was it was coming but it's been uh, years for sure yeah he was uh, The Rock was cast and then he was cast as the villain of Shazam and then through whatever weird production happened they gave him a movie and yeah. took him out of Shazam
1: yeah because he's the rock
0: whatever you know what uh skyscraper
1: came out and the rock is a great big name but it didn't save skyscraper
0: oh no it bombed who uh who could have guessed that
1: yo man rampage made a lot of money i didn't expect that rampage what
0: yeah He it, that it, fake it, billion dollars <laughs> the rock
1: is proclaiming it made a billion dollars he's a big fat liar <laughs>
0: it, you're a liar rock i'm sorry it, it made a billion do- it made a billion yen it Made a billion yen in china <laughs> yeah. that's japan whatever saudi arabia <laughs> It made a billion, whatever. Uh, lo- Speaking of Digimon Hansu, <laughs> um, he's also in Aquaman. Not the same character. It's <laughs> not the Wizard of Shazam. He plays the Fisherman King. You know what? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why uh, not? He's under so much prosthetic, you wouldn't know. Is yeah. it
1: prosthetic or CGI? Probably oh,
0: I think both. prosthetic. Yeah.
1: It, whatever it is looks awesome
0: yeah they released if you guys haven't seen these Aquaman pictures that it was EW so EW released a ton of first looks uh, which some of them we'll talk about mm-hmm. uh, well one of them we'll talk about but we have Venom Fantastic Beasts um, I don't remember the rest yeah I was like oh I know one but stuff? I
2: think we're gonna talk about that one later Bumblebee the one that's on your shirt Godzilla oh no. Godzilla I didn't yeah. know Godzilla like, e? <laughs> you forgot your favorite one? Oh my god
0: oh yeah
1: I so, know, anyway, yeah. So the Fisherman King, I was like, "What is he like? A, like a fisherman?" He's, he's actually like a dope ass looking like fish
0: man. <laughs> that one's that one's strange because it's. I think it's new. I think it's a new character because what they what they've done is in Johns' run w- of Aquaman, they there's like
1: different kingdoms and stuff. There right?
0: was different kingdoms, but when Atlantis sank, all but three of them were destroyed. Okay. The trench, the reef, uh, no, the trench, Zebel, and uh, Atlantis, Atlantis. Okay. All but three of them were destroyed when, when Atlantis sank. When this, what this one is doing is all Seven Kingdoms are still around okay. under the ocean. And so I think the under Fisherman the King... It, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> so I think the Fisherman King is from one of those uh, uh, kingdoms that was not in the comics but is yeah. here. Man, um,
1: that one picture, like I don't know why, but it hyped me up so hard because like we we saw with Black Manta, we saw the helmet, like we've seen behind Looks it, great. yeah, we've seen we've seen like Aquaman and Mera, but like this is the first time I'm like, oh man, this is real, like this is a real underwater CGI world. I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, dude, and like we're, it's probably it's going to be a Comic-Con for sure. Yeah. yeah. First trailer mm. Comic-Con. The, the
2: trailer going to be a Comic-Con. Mm. Um,
0: well Bumblebee. Buzz buzz. Uh also got a first look at two new Decepticons. We still have no confirmation on who the flying Decepticon is even though we're pretty sure it's Starstream. Mm-hmm. Biatch. Um what? Biatch. It's it's B Yeah, you know that little uh, It's the uh, uh, the little the, uh, thing uh, in Bumblebee's car. Air pressure. Oh it says Botch bitch. Interesting. Yeah. Um well we got uh with with it we got the two of Decepticons Sh- uh Shatter and Dropkick. Shatter will be played by Angela Bassett. Dope. And Dropkick will be played by Justin Thoreau. Great. Um they are a cherry red Plymouth satellite and a blue AMC javelin uh respectively. Yep. Uh, Travis Knight had this to say about the t- about the casting of the two Decepticons. Instead of uh, Suicide Squad of, Dece- of Decepticons, he <laughs> just cast three of them. Yeah. Uh, this is a more personal, intimate, and character-driven story, so it felt right to keep the villain plot relatively simple and contained. If you keep things lean, you can add a lot of other stuff on top of it that makes it more enjoyable.
3: Mm.
1: Okay, but that makes it sound like the villains aren't like fleshed out. They're just they're kind of boring. You know what I mean? True. Like, like a Marvel villain. Like, the focus on the hero, not the villain.
0: Right, but if, say, let's call him Starscream for yeah. now, if he's more fleshed out in this one... That makes sense. ...than these two, because I, I think these are his underlings. Maybe it's like the henchmen. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. That was loud. Sorry. Because uh, I think that's what this is. I don't Angela think we we'll is see... a boss, though. She should be the leader. Hm. Maybe she is. Well... Maybe she is the field team, because... Here's the thing. I'd rather have three relatively underdeveloped villains than 50... Decepticons that are just wasted. And a bunch of clones. <laughs> just and like, a bunch
2: of weird clones and whatever. They're just, oh, we're going to say your name once, and then we're not going to see you for the rest remember of the Remember Transformers 4 when it's just cannon no. fodder? Uh, yeah. In, um
1: Yeah. <clears throat> it's either 2 or 4 where they actually just use, like they copy and paste robots in different scenes and stuff. I think it's, yeah. it's 2 in the desert. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, the, yeah. There, there's just like clones that are like repurposed. And I'm like, man, this is some lazy shit. I remember that. <laughs> and then
0: 3 when all the Decepticons come out of the moon. And, like I like 3, but... The Decepticons suck. Yeah, they have never, outside of Megatron, kind of. Yeah, they have never had a distinctive personality. No, in the I, movies or in the movies. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing about the thing that's so frustrating about the Transformers films, which is what I'm hoping for in this Bumblebee film, is that we actually get character-driven plots with these Transformers. That's what I don't
1: understand. We've had five Transformers movies, and like we go to them for the Transformers. I understand you have to have people in it, but like you need to have actual characters in your movies. And you need- the only
2: Transformers that have characters are Optimus, Bumblebee, and. Yo, maybe, dude! Maybe, you maybe watch, maybe you watch comic
1: book movies all the time, where they give characters depth that never had in the comics or the Groot. TV shows. Groot, mm-hmm. exactly. Groot is, is
0: says three words.
1: Yeah, they they could totally like they could. I, I think with Travis Knight, he can definitely make a really personalized like make me feel about Bumblebee because I don't really care about Bumblebee yeah. in those movies to be honest. I, I, neither do, neither I. do I. He's
2: I. not my favorite. It's yeah. always Optimus.
0: I and mean, even Optimus is is a shit is a he, shit shell of his of his yeah, former self. Yes, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna leave the Earth. Bye. It was I'm a gonna, trap. I was just trying to get the Decepticons. Here. I'm gonna let you guys
2: die. Bad or move. then he's, he just like shows up. He's like, I'm gonna kill them all. I was like, Optimus wouldn't say that. Oh yeah, that. being a two. He's just like, no, that's I'm in, a kill no, you. No, that's in three. That that's three? in three mm-hmm. when he shows into Chicago and he starts f- being like a yeah. war. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess he's like he's not opposed to killing, but he rather not kill. Yeah. That's the whole thing about Optimus Prime is he rather not kill, Superman. but only kill if necessary. No robot that's Superman.
0: So with Bumblebee, I really hope. We finally get some character depth with these with these transformers. Look, I get it's a toy commercial. Mm-hmm. It has always been a toy commercial, but there are there's not plenty. An excuse anymore. There's plenty of material and proof from other IP that you can make interesting, developed stories with massive CGI characters. When you have
1: a talking, when you have a talking raccoon and he's one of the most like fleshed out characters that we have in like movies my like, favorite character in Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy you can't tell me that you can't add character to anybody that's a bull you can you can totally you can totally work it around i think so i think so
0: yeah and finally uh, the ew stuff uh, really for us ends with our first look at godzilla Sprunk. why would you make that noise it's crayon.
2: No, I used to be able to mimic that. Why would
0: fruit. you make the noise on an audio podcast? I don't know. Like,
1: well, he can't. He can't. They can't see him doing the Godzilla motions with the arms. No, and that's just gonna hurt
0: everyone's ears. Oh no, Ben squeezed my ear. Listen, he's signaling the arrival of Godzilla. It's loud. Well, Godzilla, <laughs> King of Monsters, by um, the director Michael Michael Darty. Yes, Michael Darty. Jesus, forgot it for a second. I got the first name. I like the. Uh, I like. I like gotcha. is awesome. Yeah. Um. We got a first look of Millie Bobby Brown, and I forgot the actress's name. Oh, I didn't see the pictures. Yeah, I
1: always uh, saw the one Godzilla picture. I didn't see yeah, the other one.
0: There were two. So yeah. there was one with Millie Bobby Brown, and I forgot her name, looking at something. And then there's another one with a submarine in front of Godzilla, and he's shooting his atomic breath into the air.
2: Which looks awesome.
0: Yeah. I really hope uh, we get a little bit more action sequences during the day in this one. Because mm-hmm. as I said, that design is hard to see in, in at yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope that budget's bigger for, for some more daytime actually. Yeah. Like Kong was awesome because it was most, of it, most of it was set during Vera the day. Formiga? Vera Farmiga? Vera Farmiga. Thank you. There you go. Um, yeah, most of it was set during the day. So I really hope that we see more of that kind of fight sequence, especially because Rodan and Mothra and Ghidorah are very colorful uh, villains. I would mm-hmm. love to see. And they're flying. And they're
1: so you flying. don't want them flying like in the darkness in the sky. Like, exactly. You can't, you can't see especially
2: that. Mothra. Mothra is like a bloody rainbow.
1: Oh, dude, you want to see a beautiful butterfly in the, in yeah. the, or a moth. It's a
0: moth place. butterfly it's a a, a beautiful (laughs) moth wait (laughs) um yeah i'm really looking forward to this one i love godzilla Mm -hmm. um it's been a minute since we had a godzilla movie yep yeah it's been even longer since a good one it's gonna be five yeah it's been it's gonna be five years since the last one
1: and then how many since what was the last good godzilla movie like shin Shin oh i forgot about shin and that's done damn
0: it yeah that still saddens me so the last godzilla movie we got was uh planet of monsters Mm. which uh, we don't no! like to portray 2014 that. Godzilla was good. I think it's That's what I said. It's been longer since a good Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah. I, I was saying it's been a minute since we got a Godzilla movie hit referencing Godzilla planet, of the monsters. Oh! Yeah. It's been longer oh, since we okay. got a Godzilla movie. That was good. 20... Shin Godzilla. Okay. Because yeah. Shin Godzilla came after 2014. Right. Godzilla. Right. Final yeah. Wars
1: yeah. is the only Godzilla you really need. Final Wars is great. Final, final Wars, Wars is, awesome. is like, like super smash brothers, ultimate of Godzilla. I've, movies. I've only,
0: I've, I've said final Wars is the only film that I prefer to watch. Subbed, yeah, not dubbed because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the sub is oddly enough just way more crazy than yeah. the dub, and everyone's and all, just speaking their own language. Well, so you have like English
2: and yeah. Russian dudes, and like, oh, yeah, it's great. I love that movie. I just love how you see that, that old one, uh, that Tom Selleck looking guy, dude. He's the best part poor of the movie, Tom Selleck, yeah, yeah, poor man's Tom Selleck, who was and, Asian when he was a kid yep. and white when he's older.
0: <laughs> oh, it's the best, dude.
3: <laughs> oh, Kung man. Fu in that
0: movie, I love you. It. Forgot about two things when you fought th- when you attacked this planet. The
2: first is Godzilla, <laughs> the second is. Is me. Does he like crash his ship into the aliens or something? Eventually, yeah, yeah. yeah dude.
1: Hey guys, if you haven't seen Godzilla, oh, no, it, it,
2: the first is me. The second Godzilla. is Godzilla, and then Godzilla just shows up, uh, and
0: everyone just under- <laughs> understands him, even though he's only speaking English. And then there's a cha- there's a Japanese man yep. who's speaking Japanese for half of the film, and then halfway through, he switches to English, which yep. is so weird. Sounds right. <laughs> Guys, watch Final Wars if you haven't seen a Godzilla
2: movie. No, I. Brandon forced me down one time. I went to his he forced house. forced you down, did he? Oh, God. With my many inches. Uh, <laughs> uh! Get da- David Lynch and <laughs> David Fincher in here. No, but he sat me down. He was like, dude, we're watching Final Wars. There's You cannot get out of this. And I'm watching Final Wars with the Final Wars, I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Maybe. Especially like when uh, Godzilla just pushed Zilla into the Sydney Opera House and just
0: killed yeah him. you ever want to see godzilla versus zilla zilla by the way is the code name that japan the, gave the, the a n- terrible american godzilla the 98
2: yeah. one yeah. yeah he just like throws him into the Sydney opera house and just like atomic breaths and doesn't even lift a finger my final
1: thing on final wars i love that movie because it has giant monsters fighting and then you go down and there's a bunch of people doing kung fu <laughs> it's, power it's power rangers It's
3: power rangers
0: and giant monsters yeah, it's great it's great all right let's move on then Okay, okay. robocop returns yes no does. no word if robocop is returning I mean, by that, I mean. Uh, I mean,
1: Superman returned. What's his name? Frank what's Walker. Robocop? Frank Welker. Oh, Frank Walker. No, not Frank
0: Walker. Oh, no. Um, oh, the new guy.
1: No. no. Oh, no. Peter, well- Peter
0: Weller.
2: Peter Weller. Peter Weller. Oh, Peter Frank, Frank, Frank the voice actor. Man, Yeah. Peter yeah. yeah. Peter we Weller.
0: It. I meant to say, no word if Peter Weller is going to return. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be kind of great. He's pretty old, man. He yeah. can do it. Yeah. It could be an old Robocop. Old man Robocop? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's still kicking ass. Yeah, you're right. That's true. Oh, yeah. He was in, He was in Into Darkness. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, well, RoboCop returns, which is uh, uh, Neil Baumkamp has signed on to direct uh, a re- a reboot. Because Ridley Scott won't let him do Alien. <laughs> yeah, he won't. He won't do Alien, so he decided to do what looks to be a direct sequel for the fir- to and the first. And this is one.
1: Bo- this actually bothers me because I, again, un- underrated movies. RoboCop two is directed by Irvin Kershner, who did Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not as good as Empire Strikes Back, but that movie is super fun and super silly. Direct uh, written by Frank Miller. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. yeah, dude, I like that movie a lot. They sell like the drug nuke. Like, there's like a little, there's like a little kid sales drug. Mit, just, it's awesome. It's hilarious. It's so yeah. silly. It's so much more of a dark comedy.
0: So I can understand why they're gonna. Pass it, it. it it might not. It might be a sequel to three. Also, um, three's not good. It, and it is, doesn't have Frank in it. It is definitely uh, going back to the original RoboCop good. and not the remake from 2014, good. which I didn't find horrible it's just I didn't see it it's
1: just like super serviceable but when you have that original robocop it's like man there's no
0: reason to have this that's one. why we have upgrade now
3: yes damn it i still gotta see it go see upgrade uh.
0: same here i haven't seen it well neil blomkamp uh district nine Chappie, uh elysium uh not aliens um <laughs> yeah. sign on to direct uh the script was originally developed by ed uh numier sure and michael Miner, uh but now will be written by will be re- written by justin rhodes who's writing terminator Oh, so the current in one production. Of, this is one of
1: those situations where oh, this person who has a script that we haven't seen yet is getting another script before the movie's out.
0: Okay, but also uh, like that. Termin- this new Terminator is a sequel to two. Yes. Uh, so it looks like this guy is this old man Arnold in it too. This is
1: um, just going to every movie's now old man version of well, something. I
0: wonder if I wonder if old man Arnold is going back to that original idea from Terminator Three, which was that the T eight hundred was um, was As modeled a model after of, yes. a person. It's one hundred percent that. I would be I would be really down for that. I really like that idea. Yeah, I was sadly cut out cut it out from both yeah. um, Terminator Salvation and Terminator Three. I want to say I read somewhere that it's he's going to be playing multiple roles. Yeah, which is cool to me. Yeah,
1: like he'll be playing himself
0: and Terminator, then the robot. Terminator, by the way, Terminator is Terminator's the third time they have tried to start a new trilogy. Man,
2: so it's a trilogy of trilogy starters. So it was what the first one was Salvation didn't work.
0: No. What? Uh, you're right. Terminator Salvation And then it work. was
2: Terminator Genesis, which... Which didn't work. Didn't work. And now they're doing a new Terminator movie? Yeah. Which is, yeah, which is, again, a reboot. Are
3: it's probably all be s-
4: called,
2: like, Terminators. So are all of these still interconnected no. in some way? Or do we just... For- Look, do listen, you,
1: if you, we need sparks in there if you want to talk about Terminator stuff. Wait, hold on. <laughs> no, I
2: I could follow the Terminator timeline. I know how it's confusing.
0: Hold on. Well, now that we've accurately explained the Terminator uh Guys, yeah, you franchise. just missed, like, 45 minutes of insane... Uh, to Ben...
2: <laughs> Um, oh wait, we back on. Yes. We
0: are back on. <laughs> <Shit>.
2: All right, <laughs> didn't know
1: that. Yeah, yeah. We, just a, we just had we just went to Terminator One One.
0: Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to ask you guys a quick question. I know I asked it in the, in the can we can we think about like what other films have done this? I mean, we know Halloween, Godzilla did this quite frequently. Um, uh, 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 Terminator is doing it. Yeah. Uh, Alien tried to do it but didn't. There are others. Superman Returns is a sequel to Superman Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I'd are. have to think on it. Yeah, but I'm sure there is. Kind of uh, fun to do uh, a the topic. Only, yeah. The
2: only thing I could think about it is if in video games, which is the Legend of so not Zelda video games. Talking uh, about Kratos, <laughs> Old Man but Logan. That's the only thing I think of because in Legend of Zelda, there's like a few games that are just straight timeline, and then you get to Ocarina, and then the timeline splits into three different ones.
0: Yeah, but be interesting to do a topic on this. I, I, yeah.
2: But anyway, let's move on.
0: Uh, this is some quick Marvel Cinematic Universe news. And see you. The long rumored Black Widow uh, movie may have found a director. I say may because a lot of times with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's best to wait for them to say it and not uh, a trade. And don't yeah. even trust Warner Brothers when they announce something. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, 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 uh, fudge. when Warner Brothers, there we go, announces a movie, take it with a big When they big, finally big get the Flash movie assault. made,
1: when that Flash movie finally gets made, I'll maybe, maybe, and if it's good, have faith in them again.
2: Yeah. That movie's in. When happening. they say something, yeah. take it with a salt. But when Marvel so- says they're doing something, you wanna, they're doing something. No, you
0: want to wait for Marvel to say they're doing. It. You don't want to wait for a trade to say yeah. it. That's the thing. I learned this a long time ago. Marvel announces things on their own. They release press releases on their site, and that, uh, that that's how they do this. And they wouldn't announce they wouldn't talk about another film until after Infinity War. However, this trade does say that they have found a a director, Kate Shortland, who did Lore. She's an Australian director. Um, will be directing the Black Widow film. The Black Widow film, again, has not been officially announced. And, noth- and no film will be announced until after Avengers 4. We're certain of that. Yeah. Because they don't want to take any pr- any uh, thought off of they Avengers They definitely 4.
1: have a script that they at least like. Yeah. And they we've talked about they've gone through like 65 directors or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Which um, may
0: even be an over-exaggeration. Yeah. Again, you want to wait for Marvel to yep. say they're doing this. Mm-hmm. And they will. I and mean, they will, definitely. Because they...
1: Pe- they we need more uh, 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 female characters, definitely. And I know more people, female directors and female directors, which is good. Yeah, and I know we've been clamoring, or people have been clamoring for a Black Widow movie. Yeah, like she's been, uh, she's a founding Avenger, and exactly. everyone else has a thousand movies. And
0: now one of the thing, one of the things that is important to note is that the trade does say this, is the Hollywood Reporter. They say that the that the film would be set before Avengers, which that's interesting. Is likely, and I'd be down for it. But again, wait for the official word from Marvel. I bet. This needs is happening real quick because is not doing another movie. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> which we won't get into. Nope, <laughs> nope. Um, To finish up our news, Dragon Prince, yes, which David. is an animated series from the creator of Avatar The Last Airbender yeah. on Netflix. Uh, I've really liked a lot of the Netflix animated shows. Voltron and Trollhunters are two of my uh, current obsessions. Mm-hmm. Um, both by DreamWorks. I don't think this is DreamWorks. Um, it's uh, Aaron E. e- Haas, I'm sorry, <laughs> and Justin Richmond will be uh, developing this this series, and is telling the story of two human princes who forge an unlikely bond with the elf and assassins sent to kill them, embarking on an epic quest to bring peace to their warring this lands. Sounds like Ooh. when
1: Zuko tried to assassinate Aang, or Ong, excuse me, Aang, and then he became, and then they become friends.
0: You don't get to be upset about that movie. Yes, you never I, saw
2: it. Yeah, I did. Never mind. I'm thinking about Dragon Ball Evolution. I did.
3: Why'd you say that
4: name? Why'd you
2: say that name? I did see that, that dumpster fire of a movie. I most certainly can't be angry mm. at it. I'll allow it. All right. Whatever. I'm excited for The Last Dragon. Prince? Dragon, dragon, Prince. Prince.
1: dragon Prince. Dragon Prince. Prince. Yeah.
0: The, the first Dragon Prince. The Dragon Prince. The final one. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this one as well. Uh, I, again. They're going to have a booth at Comic-Con. Let's go see. Let's go. They're going to have a panel at Comic-Con. <gasps> let's go see. We're going to go do that. Heck yeah. Uh, and also Voltron Season 7 will premiere at Comic-Con. Yeah. Woo!
1: Dude, they're... Pu- they're pumping the, that shit out. Holy oh,
0: crap. Because these aren't seasons.
1: That's, that's just, it's crazy. I feel like every time we talk, there's like something new about Ultron. They, <laughs> they,
0: they call it seasons, but it's
2: really it's what not. What they,
0: yeah. they did long ago, they split. The, for, for season one, they split it into two, and they p- released them both as season one and two. Mm-hmm. And then they just did that from then on. And so, the, so they keep pumping out. They try to pump out more yeah. by kind of producing less. In I mean that
1: makes sense. It's just like I feel like every few weeks there's like another season's out. Like and there's like crazy.
0: There's like seventy episodes <laughs> left. Didn't that, that show they they do? like start
1: like two years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Season seven. Yeah. Game of Thrones is on season six. <laughs> it's, 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 I think it's awesome. <laughs> no, I'm really season uh, eight. Voltron. Oh. I really like
0: Voltron guys. I just wanna point that out. We anyway. Know. Uh so earlier today we talked to Ben's friend, Christy mm-hmm. Shin. Why don't you yeah. give us a little bit of an intro before we uh before we move into
2: our topic. Yeah, Christy Shin, we've had her on the show before for an interview special about her book, Personal Monsters, but she also wrote a book for her webcomic called Demon Bitch, Hell and Hellfire, and Damnation. Now, uh, this is a very- Explicit. Oh, yeah. I love it. This is a
0: very explicit uh, interview. Uh, she drops all the bombs. <laughs> this is what I would sound like if I could on this podcast. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. You should have heard us when we were
1: playing
2: God of War earlier. Right. Oh, my God.
0: Look- off air, I curse like a sailor. Uh-huh. I, I Yeah, on air. I just just warning you. Yeah. It's very explicit. Just warning Hide you your kid. kids. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll see you on the back end, uh, so enjoy. Well, for our main topic today, we've got an interview. Ben, would you like to introduce this one?
2: Yes. Hey, Christy, how's it going, girl?
4: It's going great.
2: Yeah, so it's my- I had a
4: great weekend.
2: F- awesome. It's my friend Christy. Shin. I. I actually interviewed her quite a while ago for her book, Post Personal Monsters, and she actually has a new book out that's on Comixology right now demon bitch hellfire and damnation
3: yeah
1: exciting yeah i love uh i love swear words and we don't get to swear a lot on this podcast so this is the perfect one baby just the one <laughs> it's just the one. Oh,
2: yeah <laughs> we get that oh yeah we get that one oh yeah we get that one f-bomb and our we allow that one f-bomb for our show but christy tell us about
4: the bitch has started off <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah but christy tell us a little bit about hellfire and damnation if you be so kind
4: well, um, what it is, demon bitch, I'll tell you a bit about the character because this is her kind of premier debut onto publishing.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, what it is is that she's a low-level demon from the 13th level of hell where people throw their dog shit in gum wrappers. <laughs> she wants to create car- hell's army on Earth, yeah. and But she's really too stupid because she thinks it's going to be for the second Armageddon, but nobody told her that the first one ever happened. Not like she cares. So she goes up to Earth to like do the classic shit of tempting men and all that, because she gets distracted by hard drugs and sex, and it's just she's not smart. That's <laughs> it. It's just end all. She's just an idiot. So you get to see her be awful, and um, it's kind of funny because it was like it reminded me of some women that I knew that were really awful to me as a woman, and I just decided just to draw all these all these fucked up stories about it. <laughs> so and everybody starts laughing. I mean, it's just not deep subject material, but it makes people laugh. Yeah, I uh, mean to it. It's I.
1: I, I I think of the three of us here. I definitely have the the darkest sense of humor. So I definitely uh, quite enjoyed uh, a lot of the the the. Because this is a is this a collection of web comics, or did you do all all this at once?
4: Uh, it's a collection of web comics. Gotcha, I actually okay. have one on Tapas and on my Patreon too. And you can find him on De- just search for Demon Bitch. It's on there. But I decided to do like a book because people were begging about the book, and people were just laughing at the character. And you know, I mean, end all people love books. I don't think that's never going to go out. Ever going to go out of style?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: It's never going to just like you know. People want something tangible to hold in their hands and laugh. And I just had some other artists that really loved it too, so they put contributed some artwork to the book, and you get to see my shitty process there, which is not really like you know. People go have this mystification on artists like, oh, you must go and sacrifice a virgin with blood from a goat to the full moon it's like no it's nothing like that seriously so i show like the shitty sketches i do have it in the back too
1: uh i i I enjoy that though you know you see you see the process even if it's not you know like it's, 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 it's you know like every art is art like you know we're not all michelangelo like, I can't, I can't. Speak for yourself. Oh, okay, you are. You're the Michelangelo I reincarnated. A, I am the reincarnation of Michelangelo. You are a t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I right? am. Yes. I am, yes. Uh, so, Christy, uh, so along with Personal Monsters, like, I would say, like, it's a it's a very, like, a real and honest look using, like, gross imagery. And I really like the juxta- mm-hmm. juxtaposition of that, not to sound, like, super artsy-fartsy or whatever, but can you just talk about, like, whatever. Like, oh, you- wow. You uh, Can you just talk about your process and how you l- grew up or learned to like, hey man, I can be an artist while also being kind of gross, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really like that.
4: Yeah, Um. you know, I-, I just kind of got to a point like I went through the classic things with artists, you know, getting crits and stuff, sometimes it's verbal abuse, sometimes in my opinion in art schools, but they don't teach you business sense a lot of the time. At least when I was little Chrissy and growing up, or like any criticism, you had to expect that and take it as gold, which is actually find out to be much, much bullshit later on. Um, but when I just, but I got to a point, like I was wanting to be a concept artist, I wanted to do comics, I wanted to do all these things, but it just didn't feel like it was good enough. Like I just kept getting that, that fucking answer and that fucking sense of unworthiness, which I think is really dangerous to artists in general. That actually gets us more prey for getting um, getting victimized by business or corporate or whatever when we should have a healthy idea of ourselves and what we want. And I just sat there and I just kind of went, it was kind of along the lines of personal monsters when I just really let go. And I said, you know what? Fuck these people. Fuck them. I either go to jail or I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I did it. Yeah. And then it's like, when I do this thing, I sometimes market it self deprecatingly, but I really don't think my art is terrible. Like I'll say to people like, yeah, um, you know, demon bitch, she's a cartoon character and you know, she's really awful and shitty. And you know, the, the drawing's terrible, and it's nothing something that anybody should ever really re- read, and people think it's funny. But the thing is, I'm not cutting myself up. I mean, I know there's self-deprecating humor, and some of it can be very harmful. I know sometimes it is, but I'm just marketing as it is. Like, Dean and Bitch is an awful character. She's an asshole. You know, I sit here, and I'm giggling to myself madly drawing this fucking shit. Like, I can't really believe I'm doing it, but I'm enjoying every minute of it. Yeah. And it's uh, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, one yeah thing and it's like, I joke about it, like.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, is, um, because when I was reading Demon Bitch, because for a split second, especially in the first uh, few strips, like when Demon Bitch goes, rises from the 13th level of hell into Hollywood, I actually thought this was going to be like a little bit of a story, but no, it was a collection of strips, and I actually kind of like that a little bit more. Like at the very beginning of um their main Demon Bitch comic strips, there's like a little thing, like it says Demon Bitch by Christy Shin, and then there she is saying, I have herpes or something, yeah. or I am insensitive or something just horrible. I'm like, no, that's that's perfectly demon bitch. I actually really really like that.
1: The the thing about uh, yeah about like uh, your your uh, your style in writing is like you know exactly what you're getting. So like it's it's not like uh, you can pick up a random comic and go like, oh, I might like this. Like you see something called demon bitch and it's like, hey, I have herpes. Like yo man, you know you like this or you don't. And and I uh, I think I think your humor uh, uh, really works, especially at the Gwyneth Paltrow joke. I thought that was real funny. Welcome to Hollywood. Oh, it's Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I know. And I was just like looking at that, just like, I, I just actually, it wasn't like a comment and, and negative part of, point of culture at all. It's funny, like one girl had actually mentioned this to me at the show that I did yesterday in San Diego, not San Diego Comic Con. I was at a so- Southern California Comics. Go check them out. They're really cool. They're actually by a South African um, bakery that sells excellent meat pies and Ooh. great jerky and I'm a jerky fan. So, but... Oh, and they have a brewery there too. It's awesome. The named Perky's. But anyway, short little blurb to those guys. <laughs> uh, but... um I think like with Gwyneth culture, I just thought of it because it was kind of like I was reading, um, my, my so-called life or something. It was like from this guy. I forgot. It was a book I read in college. It was like a bunch of really shitty fucking cartoons. I mean, you could tell the guy was not an artist. And I'm not saying that to insult him. It's just that he's, he's more of a marketing person mm-hmm. and a writer. And he did the evil Bud Ice Penguin. I forgot. I have to look it up, but he just drew this thing where, um, like he was from Wisconsin. And there were people from Wisconsin that were there in L.A. and San Francisco. And when they'd go down to L.A., they'd really embarrass them because it, it, at the time, I think it was like 90, Beverly Hills 90210. And Melrose Place were popular and Heather Locklear was there. She kind of had her second coming then. And they said, oh, look, it's Heather Locklear. She was not Heather Locklear at all. So I was like, oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. She might be kind of like that, Heather Locklear. You know, blonde, some some." Woman and doing all that stuff, so I just put down, "Hey, look, it's Gwyneth Paltrow." (laughs) And you know, the stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame make perfect pentagrams So,
1: oh yeah, that's pretty. (laughs) That's pretty good. I like that. All right, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I did that, and then, um yeah. So I just, I mean, with Demon Bitch, it's just like she was just she had reminded me of every woman that had been mean to me, and it was funny because like I draw these random little segments of Demon Bitch. Because it would be just as random acts of meanness as these and stupidity that these women would do to me. Now, the only reason why I really was aware of it, because like I was just focused on the people that had been shitty to me. But it was funny because all of my girlfriends in comics were going like, oh, this represents every bitch that was mean to us. So <laughs>
3: you know,
4: this is brilliant. And they would just tell me their stories. So it's like, I'm never-ending sources of demon bitch now. Yeah. Like, I can just make it mean and mean. And it's like, I have this one called Bed Hopping Horse. And the whore and SE is like in that. Um, it was based off a story like one of my friends, um, she had been married for quite a while, and um, her now ex husband had hooked up with this other chick. And we found out this other chick had a history of hooking up with married men,
3: Ooh. and
4: so yeah, she it was basically the type of person that would hook up in a relationship so they wouldn't be homeless, yeah, okay, yeah, and then that's what. Yeah, so that's around the time that I would heard bed hopper, and so I went ahead and I just wrote bed hopping horse, and I looked at the person and I just picked out all these things like. And again, there's no shaming of body types. I want to stress that. Like, actually, it's funny on Facebook when I posted bed hopping horse. One woman started screaming at me about how mean I was.
1: I was actually going to. I you yeah.
4: body shaming I was going to ask you <laughs> yeah. about
1: that because uh, uh, yeah. Demon Bitch is, you know, she is mean and she's crude. Uh, so I was wondering, like. Uh, have you gotten any pushback? And you should be like, guys, that's a comic. Relax.
4: You know, not many. I good. mean, most people find it fucking funny. They find it in context. Um, but I've been told by other artists, like one of my friends, Susan um, Chesney, we were talking and she said, what's good about your art is that it creates a reaction. Like the worst thing for us artists is somebody looks at me mm-hmm. like, that's ah, okay, whatever. But if I really make somebody happy... If I really make them angry, I've done my job. Thank, yeah, yeah. So, that's you know.
1: I say that all the time uh, about art and like if if a piece of art doesn't make you feel something, then it didn't do its job. Whether you like it or not, like if it didn't make you feel something, then what's the point of it being there? You need to feel something. So like I I, I like that aspect. Yeah.
2: No, one of the things I actually do enjoy about Demon Bitch is is that no holds barred. Because I'm reading some of these books and I'm looking at I'm reading some of these strips. I'm thinking, oh my god, if some like really some person with a huge stick up their ass were to look at these, they would probably just go online and rant, which I'm, I am I assume that you've had people rant against you about like how insensitive, how horrible it is. But to me, it's like, no, we could probably use some of this to have... What, what was your response to people who would be like, oh, you need to like stop doing stuff like that?
4: You know, it's weird. It's been different types of negative responses. Like, I know this is like personal monsters, but one woman yelled at me about being promoting misogynistic tropes. I'm like looking at her like, what the fuck? I have kids. Go away. Leave me alone. (laughs) I also was thinking of very mean things about her at that point. So I won't repeat them there because I'll probably sound like a real real (laughs) asshole. But she was yelling at me in my own house, being disrespectful. And it was like, I told her, you know, know, sometimes women are shitty to each other. Just accept it. Um, And I don't know. I mean, I had one person, I guess, try to clown me saying, oh, it looked like somebody they knew. And I'm like, whatever. And, you know, what I like is that Sometimes, and I've, I've kind of grown up with Fugly and Rotten.com, so I guess. Yeah, it's
1: Rotten, like, yeah.
4: Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah I, I personally know one of the guys from Fugly, and um, we have really fucked up sense of humor. So I went ahead, like, as a test, like, for so the guy who tried to clown me, I looked on his Facebook page because he was saying, well, this art looks like something, and, you know, you better just be careful, like, you don't get sued. I'm like, I copyrighted the bitch, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> but it was funny, you know, whenever anybody clowns me about my shit, I just go and look on their Facebook page. Just to see what they're about. The guy had no art. He said, Well, I used to work at this famous studio. It's like, Yeah, were you the fucking janitor? <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, what are, like, no artwork, no nothing. It's like, what, what did you do? So I just ended up blocking the person because I just don't have any time to waste. It's like, it wasn't amusing me anymore. I just, like, blocked them. Um, the last person, it's like for Bed Hopping Horse, when I premiered her, this one girl got really pissed at me. saying, said, You're such a terrible person. You're body shaming and you're horrible and everything. So I had to put a note. By the way, this bitch, like fucked my friend's husband at the time and she knew that he was married i said that's why i'm making fun of her (laughs) (laughs) you know it was kind of like you know i mean it's like with uh, people that are nasty and mean and destructive i say go for it go no holds barred if you feel like you have to i mean i mean there are situations where you don't need to i mean sometimes it's more trouble than it's worth but more often than not you can make a caricature of them in art and it's great yeah. I mean, you were talking about Michelangelo earlier. He actually was doing. Um, I'm trying to remember. It was Pope Pius the 15th or something. My brain is shot because I've been just like busy all weekend. Yeah. So, pardon me, but he did this piece of art. So, if one of you can pull up the the Last Judgment, right? Got it. Somebody pull up the Last Judgment. Look in the uh, the lower, utmost right hand corner of this of Caron. He's the ass-eared person with a snake biting his junk, right? Okay. So, let me tell you a story about that. So. The Pope was fine with it. You know how Michelangelo liked to draw nudes. He liked to show the human body. And he's painted all these saints um, naked originally. And I think they've restored it to their original condition. By the way, I'll be going to Italy to see the Vatican, so that would be cool. Oh, sweet. So I looked at, yeah, this next month. So what ended up happening is, is that one of the cardinals took exceptions. Like, how dare you? How dare you go put all these saints all naked and lewd and everything? You know, they should be clothed. You shouldn't have them. And Michelangelo's reasoning at least in the agony and the ecstasy, because I love Irving Stone. He says, you know, but, you know, we're all naked in front of God when we die and when we're judged. This is a metaphor. The guy wouldn't have anything of it.
3: Mm-hmm. So
4: Michelangelo wasn't quite done. So don't fuck with an artist when they're not quite done with their work.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So he
4: just said, that's the same thing he said along the lines that it should be burned or painted over or some shit, you know, just, just destroy it, fuck it all. And even the Pope was telling, you know, chill, buddy. <laughs> so Michelangelo is like, oh, okay, well, that's nice. So he went and painted the guy with donkey ears with a snake biting his penis. And so, And the guy saw it. He got really pissed. And then the Pope was laughing. And he said, well, at least you're clothed.
1: Hey, man, you asked for this. <laughs> yeah. That's what you wanted. Yeah,
2: so
4: yeah, I'm, look, you I'm, 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 looking,
1: uh, I'm looking at this painting now. Yo, that Michelangelo guy, he's pretty good. Yeah, he I, is. I guess I can see why he got famous. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, you're right. I forgot you were here, Michael. Sorry. Thank <laughs> you.
2: Hey, so the work you do with Don Tello and Leonel <laughs> was, was just fantastic. Oh, my, my best stuff. <laughs> Thank you. So, Chrissy, I have a question yeah. for you. So there's yeah. also another character that's introduced in your book besides Demon Bitch, and that's the egg lady. Yeah. He, what is she based off of?
4: Somebody I knew that used to be a lawyer. Oh. And apparently, oh, yeah, she was a real asshole. Like, she would do everything for attention. And this was around the time of the 90s when I went to college, so that kind of dates me. Um, and she would, this was at a time where, you know, people were really exploring like homosexuality and other sexualities and transgenderism. We weren't quite queer at the point because queer was more identified with homosexuality like lesbians and, you know, um, gay men and bisexuality. Right. So Mm -hmm. that was what I knew of queer, Mm -hmm. you know, don't yell at me. I'm not gay. I have no idea. This is just what I saw. Okay. And, you know, a lot of people were kind of questioning, am I bisexual? Am I gay? Like, wh- where am I at? So we were trying to, we were looking at the Kinsey scale, too. I know Kinsey's been around for a long time, but that was referenced a lot. Anyway, so um she said, well, I'm bisexual. But she would also say she was single, too. Now, there none of those are wrong. You know, i know plenty of bisexual people that were single, but that was her response to fucking everything. Sorry, I added another F-bomb, I'm sorry. <laughs> um But... But she was like, we would just say, oh, yeah, you want to meet my new boyfriend? Oh, don't do that. You should be fine. You should be fine and single like me. They're like, what? And it would be literally, like, her default answer to everything.
1: Oh, you, yeah, you, you want you, to meet my friend? Do you want to go get a bagel? No, I, no I'm, 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 sorry. I'm single.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, no, I'm fine and single. You shouldn't. No, she just got it like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You should just dump that person and just be fine single like me. Like, literally, it's like, you space cadet. Are you fucking listening to anything that we're saying? You're probably going to bleep me out a lot. I apologize. But... So it's too many to bleep out. Yeah. Well, all right. right. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know, fast forward and I had been friends with her and she was actually an incredibly toxic person to be with. Now you're going like, well, how how can you want to be friends with her? It's like, well, you know, the thing is she would do it at times. Like she would be actually really wonderful and be your friend at times. But then when you just least expected it, she would just say mean little things. Like she cursed other people's relationships. She'd basically make it about her, like at at certain times that were strategic, that would mess with your head. So I stopped talking to her a few years back when I realized what type of person and then kind of on self-reflection on my own. It's like, wow, you were really, really awful. Like, I I think, you know, there are times like I think she introduced people into my life just to see if they would hurt me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it got to that point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And at first, like, you know, I talked to some of my other friends that are a much better crowd of friends now. And they were sympathetic, but they were like, like, you know, I I don't know. Like, they couldn't really fathom it. But then, like, I found out recently she got disbarred. And she was an immigration and criminal lawyer. And she got disbarred as a result of just gross negligence with immigration law. Like, she would not tell the person when their court date would show up. She would not turn in their forms. She actually outright lied to a judge on a piece of paper that one guy did not, was not able to come meet his due date because he is trapped, his, uh, he couldn't arrange transportation, which was proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that he did. He just did not know about it. So, just gross, gross negligence. And it was bad. She would take these people's money. She would not put, I guess, like for attorneys, they have to put it in a trust account until yeah. the work is done. She didn't do that either. She also would lose their paperwork. She would also not file their paperwork. She would put in skeletal, incompetent arguments for her clients. And, and all, I mean, it was bad too, because it wasn't like she was terrible all the time. It was like she would actually put in really competent work. And when the client was sucked in, then she would screw them over. That's a bummer. So it was like, she, yeah, she was a real and mess. And it was like, it kind of gave me a, also a whole new light not to get into politics. On the immigration thing, like, we have really horrible lawyers. Like, I just hear this. This is a really commonplace thing. Like, you have really terrible lawyers screwing over people trying to do the right thing in the system. And they're not. They're bogging the system down. You know, yeah. not the immigrants, but the lawyers. That's, that
1: are supposed to do their job yeah that's a that's so, a big thing i really dislike is like bad lawyers because yeah. like their whole job is supposed to help you and like if you can't even do that like how can you trust how can your job the is to get money exactly yeah it's a bummer yeah. uh so it definitely sounds like you got oh, a, lo- yeah. a lot of uh you have a lot of inspiration for this book for sure <laughs> mm.
3: oh
4: yeah and she was all on uh, instagram going like oh look at my look at my wedding look at my wedding and you know my our mutual friends don't talk to her anymore, and we were kind of laughing about it. It's like, what is it like a ninety nine cent wedding or something? Like does she go to like ninety nine cent store? Make sure you get the hot potx and this box wine, you know because it's an exclusive wedding, you know, it's this high quality thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's more to it. I mean, the the person is full of fuckery, but it, it was just kind of like I went through this whole vein as just doing the egg lady thing, mm. and people were fucking laughing at it because they were just like going, man, I knew somebody that was this bad. And again, I don't do it by like gender exclusive, but it's like when I relate to people or relate to things, that's what I had to deal with. But I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a male egg lady out there somewhere for dudes, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: For sure, it's yeah, a, so. You're an equal opportunity offender. There you go.
4: Yeah. I just write from personal experience. So it's like there's bed hopping horse, you know, and then there's egg lady. And then I came up with this idea, Like, well, one of my friends, like he just said, he wrote me, he told me about this one idea that like kind of popped into his head and it was called Tanny Pond, and she's a, she got premiered like last week. But she's a used tampon. <laughs> okay. But she's like supposed to be everybody's friend that everybody dumps on. <laughs>
2: I, I, I'm, I'm just trying to put a uh, an image of a used tampon in my head. Don't oh, do I'll, that. I'll, I'll, I'll put it.
4: Yeah, let me go ahead, and I'll give that link to you. I'll, I'll send it to Ben's, to Ben's, Ben's, uh, to Ben's, Ben's oh. messenger real quick. Oh.
2: And there it is. Oh, boy.
1: Uh, so some of my favorite, uh, uh, panels from, uh, from the book, uh, you look like a racist duck that failed. <laughs> I uh, that, that was pretty good. Uh, and then when demon bits gets a job, it's like, I'm a mole rat. <laughs> like that's not a job. Uh, I think some of these are, oh man, which one did I really like? Um, oh, it's like, I, uh, all, all men cheat on me. So I cheat first. So why am I still sad? I'm like, oh my God, that's so real. Yeah. yeah. Like some of them are really real and that's what I, uh, I really appreciate about it.
2: No, the one, thing I, the one panel I actually really liked was the one where Dinovich is yelling at this guy for, at her job, and then he says, no, F you, I quit, and he walks away, and she's just staying there and says,
1: call me! Or, oh, yeah. Like she's, like she's like berating him, being mean to him, and then he's yeah. like, I'm out, and he's like, wait, but come back.
2: No, she, it's like when just she gets me. berated and, yeah. and being mean to him, she's like, oh, that's, that's awesome, I want to be with this person. It's, it kind of, in a very weird way, it kind of reminded me of a Bizarro a little bit from Superman. Mm, oh,
3: yeah. That. All right, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, because you know how in Bizarro oh. he always takes the opposite of what you say? Yes. Like, you're a mean person. He's like, oh, no, thank you.
3: Yeah.
0: I like, that's a good call. I like it. Yeah. Hey uh, your, your, uh, yeah. your style seems a little Ren and Stimpy-esque. Oh, my God. I was
1: I was going to say that. Yeah. Totally reminded me of Ren and Stimpy.
0: Is, is, was that, would you say it was an inspiration uh, for your art style, or was that coincidental?
4: You know, I have had my stuff compared to, like, Ah, Real Monsters and yeah. Ren and Stimpy and oh. You know, I just always like that demented-looking shit. I don't think I've ever really, like, set out to um, copy. I mean, I think there was an influence because, I mean, I've watched some of them. All, all Real Monsters, I haven't really watched um, that much, if at all. Um, i just seen, like, what it looks like or something. But I actually, my parents, I guess, didn't love me, so they didn't have the cable. <laughs> so, you to know, watch that. I mean, I did watch some episodes of Ren and Stimpy, especially the infamous like, saw. I don't know if you saw the one where the saw, like, where Ren's Sawing a log on Stimpy's backslash ass, you okay. know, with his pelvis. Yeah. Sawing yes. the saw. You can probably find it online. Um, but yeah, it was just like, just this demented shit. Like, I remember Spike and Mike's Twisted Festival Animation back in the 90s. And I would watch that. I watch a lot of Beavis and Butthead because we were in college. And then oh, yeah. I had to go and write film theory papers up the ass. And one of my friends was in a graduate degree for uh, philosophy. So we were just fried mentally. So I'd just watch Beavis and Butthead and start laughing.
1: Oh, yeah. That's definitely a good state of mind to be in. Why not? Would you watch that kind of show? Yeah.
2: yeah. So, Christy.
4: Yeah. I mean, that's just,
2: yeah, yeah. I was just going to ask, can we expect uh, more from Demon Bitch in the future? Because like, I like how there's a collection of uh, comic strips. Are you just going to keep doing comic strips, or are you actually going to write a cohesive story?
4: Right now, um, I do what I do in terms mm-hmm. of um, just doing web comics on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll probably put together another book. I think that's pretty much a given. Mm -hmm. But I think for an actual story story, it's kind of weird because I think right now I'm kind of in this, um, what is it, planting mode for stories. So I can only carry a story on for a short period of time. And for me, if I try to force it out, it's just going to be not good. Because I've done it before. i am a my personal experience. But, but somehow it's worked out that I can have a goal out. Like I just said, okay, this book will be out 6, 12, 6, 6 plus 6. And I got it out. You know, I got the book out. I was able to do it. So I think maybe I wouldn't write off a, like a story of Demon Bitch, like an actual comprehensive book about her in the future. But at the current state I'm at right now, I'm collecting the West Comics again and putting them together. And it's just making them resonate with people and just be awful. Like actually, um, speaking of influences, actually I was influenced a lot by John Callahan. What he was, I don't know if you're familiar with him. There's actually a new Netflix, I think, movie of him now starring Joaquin Phoenix called Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. That's based on, yeah, I love that guy because he was just so messed up. Like, you start laughing because this was shitty. he would write. It was like pre-Johnny Ryan prison pit stuff. And it's like, what I noticed, and I guess this is the only type of woman soapbox I'm ever going to get on. It's like, I've noticed women can be pretty raw in comics and pretty they're in comics but they don't reach Johnny Ryan slash like John Callahan level. And that's sort of my dream is like, I'm just taking the gloves on. Doing it. <laughs> you know, I and mean, you look at John Callahan and he's quadriplegic. I think it was like C five, six classification. I forgot what that was, but he literally could only grab a pen with one hand, like kind of like a club and just kind of push his hand around. And that's how he would draw. But I loved his shit. And that was like one of the major people. And I kind of, I don't know if, I mean, I wouldn't say I copied his style in this one. I just like, you know that crudeness, that just like, that that just ridiculousness of you know the drawing. Like, God, this drawing is so shitty, but it's so funny. <laughs> I uh, it's uh, just like I'm playing off that joke.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at uh, uh, his Wikipedia, and uh, he he was a paraplegic, and his he uh, he wrote a memoir called "Will a Real John Callahan Please Stand Up?" So I can see yes. your inspiration. I could see the dark humor.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's also, if you've been through trauma in your life, you have to laugh at it.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Like
4: there's a certain, yeah. Like there's a certain point, like you have to laugh. Like I had a good friend, um, this past year, her mom was dying. She was 95 and she was already sad. I mean, that's already a sad thing, but the year before her sister had passed from cancer and she would call me over and she talked to me and stuff and be sad. But there were moments we would start laughing like especially cause she has a very, very, um, infantine or little girl voice, I guess that's the correct context. So she would just like say things that were just really fucked up that she had to go through with her mom, you know, just taking care of an elderly person towards the end of life and her sister, you know, she'd interject that because it was kind of combined. And we just sit there and just start laughing, but it wasn't like to, to be disrespectful to her mother or her sister's memory. It was more of like, you get to this point where shit is so terrible that you just can't help but laugh because if you do, you're just going to cry and not stop.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm not
4: against crying, but it's just you get to this point where you're just, oh, really, son of a bitch, really, yeah. you know, and you just laugh. You get to that point, like part of grief is laughter, and people think, oh, if you laugh, you're inappropriate. I said, well, I mean, in certain certain contexts, you are. That's how you deal with it? How you just deal start with it? Laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I mean, nobody told me grief where my face hurt. My face felt numb, and my arm felt angry. Nobody talks about that in grief, and you're like, "That's weird," because grief is more emotional. It. it is, but your body responds to it. Yeah. So that's how it felt to me, and it was the weirdest thing.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, trauma and and sadness actually like they they create the best comedy. Like the the funniest people are the saddest people. That's why like like Robin Williams.
0: Why like so that. many comedians? Yeah. Uh, commit suicide. Oh, yeah. Yes, hundred mm-hmm. percent.
2: Yeah. 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 So yeah,
4: R.I.P. Man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so Christy, your book is now on a Comicsology, correct?
4: It will be. They gave me a tentative date on the 25th. Okay. They have not updated me. I do, but they gave me a tentative date on the 25th. That's why I've not publicly announced it and then the due date because I do not want to go and say, hey, it'll be out on the 25th and it's not. Yeah. You know, I actually want to go and like tell them, like let them know when it's absolutely. They have not sent me the confirmation email off, but just let me know a tentative date. Okay. But it's definitely out at Amazon right now.
2: Cool. Okay. And you're going to be at San Diego Comic Con this year, correct?
4: Yes, I will. I will be at E7, Ernie 7, yeah, Mm -hmm. and I will be there from, I will be there, um, and then 7, so I'll be there all the days, with the exception, I'll be actually signing at Mark Wheatley's table for the Mind Comic Anthology Mm -hmm. at 23.08 at 4 p.m. on Thursday, that's 19. Nice. So, I'll be in those two locations, yeah, but I'll be interacting with fans, I'll be interacting with things. Hey, Ben, did you get that cartoon? Yeah. Did you guys take a look at I it? I haven't
2: taken a look at it yet. We're using, <laughs> my, we're using my phone to talk to you, so I'm, I don't want to touch it right now.
4: Oh, okay. It will be funny, because I also like hearing the reactions of people when they read my comics, because then they start cackling. <laughs> like, I don't get laughter. I get cackling from people, which is actually really pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Nice. So hopefully we'll see you at San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, definitely. And thanks again for well, uh, coming on and talking to us.
4: Yeah, thanks
1: so much.
2: Thank you.
4: It was it was always my pleasure. I always like talking about awful
1: things. Hey, me too, man. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. All right. Well, have a good day. Yeah, but go see me there. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely. be looking forward to it. You. you too. You.
0: All right. Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd comic book store. Can I help you find anything today? Yeah. Hi. Um, do you have any books? Can you be more specific? Um,
3: anything readable?
2: So since Sparks isn't here, we
3: figured no. we wouldn't do his book
2: club. Yeah. Um, well, well, thanks Christy for coming on. Thanks, Christy. Just want to say thank you one more time. You dope. We said thank you.
3: Oh, we uh, do. You dopest. Pretty sure. Oh, if not, thank you. Yeah. Um, oh no.
0: Now that I think about it, we definitely said thank you. <laughs> 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 so uh, instead of in, in lieu of a book club, we decided just to talk about what we're reading. Yeah, dude. So just a little bit, a little bit about like what what we've been reading lately. Tell
1: me what you think about the Hulk.
0: I really like it. Yeah, dude. It's awesome. Um, So I was
1: reading that Avengers No Surrender, that that 15. It's really sad. That uh, uh, 15-week or 15-issue miniseries or a lot. Yeah, and it was weekly, and I regretted it. But (laughs) Al Ewing came in on issue 9 when he started writing the Hulk, because the Hulk was in that book. That's where he was resurrected. Mm -hmm. And I knew immediately, like, dude, this guy's got it locked, because the rest of those issues are freaking awesome with the Hulk. Spooky.
0: They did the Hulk. uh, So for those of you who don't know, the immortal Hulk is – Bringing the the Hulk back to kind of a monster movie horror, uh, horror roots. Um, the the little blurb at the back describes how looking at the Hulk in the very first issue, you know, he was gray. He looked very much like more like a Neanderthal. You know, a big big ridge, big big ridge, uh, ridge on the mm-hmm. head, uh, ridge or whatever. Um, and he uh, he looks very much like that again. He's no like, Hulk, l- like hulking over. Yeah, he's no longer like a uh, jolly green giant, which is kind of what we've known him. He's a, for a long he's time a
1: scary, murdering. The last
0: <laughs> shot of the comic is him looking at am I is Bruce Banner looking himself in the mirror and says, "Am I monster or man?" And it's, the and Hulk it's just all smiling back at and him, and it is creepy. Dude. Yeah, there there's
1: a two page spread. Where it's, there's two two page spreads yeah. that are gorgeous and it's it's just the hulk saying so it's about the hulk avenging the murder of this girl and it's, it's 12 year old girl it's 12 year old girl and, and he's he like
0: gets, bruce banner gets shot in this on his armed robbery robbery. Robbery? Yeah. robbery robbery probably um and he uh, and when night falls the hulk he comes back as the hulk so yeah. he can't die anymore yeah immortal hulk
1: yeah and um and like he finds like the person who, who killed the girl, and he's like she was twelve, and he's like blah 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 blah, and he just zooms in, and you turn the page, and it's a two page spread. She was twelve.
0: Yeah. And I was like, dude, I got chills, dude. Yeah, because the 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 first two page spread is he uh, is is the Hulk towering over this guy with the moon in the background, yep. and he and he says her name was blah blah blah, and he blah blah blah, and then you the, turn the page again, it's another two page spread, but it's a close up on his she face, was and it's just she was twelve. Yeah.
1: And uh, that second issue, you know what this reminds me of? I've not read it yet. So. This remi- I'm not. i gonna spoil. I think. this reminds me of uh, Alice's Moon Knight because it's yeah? singles. It's uh, single issue stories. Oh, interesting. That might connect at the end, oh. but it's it's like self-contained like adventures. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm and that second issue is so good, dude. So I'm like I'm really looking forward to reading. If you guys like.
0: Like if you've never read a Hulk book, like check it out, man. It's it's insane. I also read Saga this week. I caught yeah. up in Saga the last two issues. That book is good. I am uh, uh like eleven issues behind. That book is good, guys. I, yep. You
2: know, I don't give yeah. about saga enough. Oh no, Saga is amazing, but I trade weight for saga.
0: Yeah. that yeah, doesn't like it. It's not like it needs it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like that
2: and Batman, they don't need it. <laughs> They're yeah. fine. Yes. Uh, Ben, you read Cosmic Ghost Rider. Oh my God, do I love! Co- it was only the first issue. Can but we talk
0: I... about the last page of Cosmic Ghost Rider? Yes,
1: because they're because the second printing is the final
0: page of the cover, and it pisses me off. Oh, they're wow. ruining it. They're ruining they the did moment. The same thing for Venom. Yeah, they're ruining the moment. Ben- oh. Venom, by the way, holy shit! That second, that third issue of Venom. Okay, one, the second issue of Venom is fifteen dollars now. Yeah, the thir- the second issue of of Donny Cates' Thanos run fifty dollars. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: guess who has all those babies? Me! I got all, and of
0: them. I got all of them, and me. Yeah,
2: yeah. but I got—I'm just glad I got my first print of Cosmic Ghostwriter because after reading um, Thanos wins, and now I hear Donnie Cates is writing Cosmic Ghostwriter. I'm like, I gotta pick this up because I fell in love with Cosmic Ghostwriter.
0: Yeah, it starts with him in Valhalla. Oh, just, and he's very restless, and Odin yeah. wants him out. Yeah, and so, no,
2: I just love like the, I sent you guys the the picture the the panels where Odin is ta- taking was walking with Frank Castle. Yeah, and he's like, there's this great Midgard saying. F you and the horse you rode in on, and it's Cosmic Motorcycle. Oh, dude, it's so cool. Uh, I don't, I don't, do we, do we spoil what the book's about?
0: Uh, sure, yeah, look. So the final page of the book is really cool. <laughs> it's, so oh. it's
1: Lone Wolf and Cub with a baby
0: Thanos. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's giving you the finger. Uh, uh-huh. Donnie, uh, so basically Cosmic Ghost Rider, Frank Castle, says, I, I'm, t- okay, you can send me anywhere in time and space, send me to Titan when, uh, Thanos, Thanos is, is a baby a ba- just born so mm-hmm. he's going to kill Thanos by giving the penitent stare but he can't because Thanos is an innocent at this point yep and it doesn't work on innocence and so he's like well shit I'm now I'm here I'm I, stuck I'm going to take this baby and make sure he doesn't become the tyrant that is mm-hmm. Thanos and he straps him onto his onto his motorcycle with, with chains with chains and drives off and the final picture is that baby Thanos like, hunkered in. He's, gotta, he's giving flipping you off. The, is it flipping you he's flipping you off, dude. He is? Yes.
2: I'm pretty sure. Hold up. I gotta look at this. I don't remember seeing Thanos.
1: Right. Not, I'm 95% sure. Giving unless me he's just bird. bad finger placement. But da, um, da, da. this is a really uh, silly book. Is no, it? no one's flipping you off. No?
0: No one's flipping off.
2: No, Thanos is.
3: Oh. What's he doing? Mm. He's just oh kind of yeah, like he's just holding he's on, just kind of like holding up,
1: holding on. He's oh, like so, so okay. in. I, sorry, from uh, from the distance, the, uh, it looked like it was a little thumb, a little finger, a little thumb, a little, th- a little. It is th- th- baby finger. Ryan. You're right. You're right.
0: Uh, but yeah, th- this book is great. If you're not reading this, it's we'll a pick it five up. issue mini, I believe. Uh, unless, ho- hopefully, it will be coming ongoing. It's
1: already on its third printing, so I- I'm sure that thing's gonna keep going. I hope so. Uh dude, if if you guys read comics and you're not picking up anything, Donny Cates writes. Like he he's one of the guys to really look out for. Nope.
0: Everything he writes is incredible. I think in the next two years he gets either Guardians or Avengers. Ooh. I could s- <sighs> let's see what he wants.
2: Yeah. No, but also I'm glad because we just found out he Donny Cates is gonna be at Comic Con, and I'm bringing this dude. book with me because I want him to sign it. Hell yeah!
1: Yeah, man uh yeah dude what about you ryan you read a lot <laughs> i do read a lot i'm actually somewhat behind on some of my uh some of the bigger books that i read like the, the like the longer like the black science and saga and stuff i'm a little behind but
0: oh i didn't post about my comics this week um
1: oh, well. neither did i neither um did I. uh so two big 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 number ones came out this week did you get any of them did you get spider-man and, and, and man of steel or superman i got superman spider-man uh sparks you're gonna you're gonna be really excited dude spider-man's a home run it is, this is, this is, Nick Spencer should have been writing Spider Man years ago, dude. Yeah. Like, it is so good. And, uh, and it, it, it puts Peter basically back, at, back where you want him, where he's shit on his luck. Uh, but it's real good. It's real and, good. Man, I, ho- I just hope they bring back Mary Jane and
0: um, marriage. I can almost guarantee that probably will happen. It'd be um, nice. Uh, cause, uh, like DC, Marvel, like DC in the new 52, Marvel had a serious no marriage policy. Yeah. And so far, it's looking like that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, if, if you've been catching up with some X-Men news.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm reading X-Men Gold. Yeah. Oh, no, they didn't get married, but... Uh, yeah, but Rogue but Gamb- and Gambit, Gambit got and, Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. X. I'm so excited for that book. Dude. Yeah. So hopefully,
0: you know, we get, we start seeing more marriages. Um,
1: uh, Spoilers, If but I bet you already know, Batman and Catwoman didn't get married. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah.
0: It's, it's still a long way to go.
1: Also, uh, it doesn't matter, because that's not what the real... That's not what issue 50 is about, actually. Yeah. That book is dope.
0: Well, also, like, I don't really think that the... I think it w- it's a good misdirect that the story is not really about their marriage it's about their love story yep Um, it's not over yeah it's not over and i I don't even if the story doesn't end with their marriage because marrying batman is tricky it's that's honestly the whole the whole thing i can't wait for you to listen to the
1: word balloon about it because he he goes into so much everything i want to describe like he's the writer obviously he describes it perfectly and i'm like man like this is the batman run i've always wanted like emotional batman like we really have never gotten like like this Batman before, to be honest.
0: It's a different emotional Batman from little I've read. Yeah. Um, albeit it's a different emotional Batman than what Scott Snyder gave. Scott us. Snyder mm-hmm. is
1: much more of a world builder and yes. big ideas and cosmic stuff, whereas Tom K- Tom King is so emotional.
0: Scott Snyder went into more of a psychotic psyche with Batman. Yeah, yeah. he like he he went more. Looking at kind of what made Batman tick, mm-hmm. whereas Tom King goes into more of his relationships and like, as never dealt with his relationships outside of death of the family, he didn't really
1: have any. I no, mean, no, like yeah. Rob,
0: none of the Robins were in the book. You get his relationship with Alfred, yeah. and that's, but that, but that's well-worn ground. Yeah. That was all it did. It went more into kind of what Batman, how Batman saw himself, and kind of how he saw this his city, yeah. and all, where Tom King looks to be more developing looking at the relationships that batman has progressed very much grant morrison when yes. grant morrison decided batman's never alone yes he claims to be alone but he's not yeah um
1: yeah i'm not, not to talk too much more about but like this after issue 50 uh it ties the entire run together and the volume one's i am gotham vol- volume two is i am suicide volume three is i am bane and they all after issue 50 they all work together for is
0: war of jokes and riddle wait yep but hey man it I all i am i am know. i am war what
1: yeah, uh, it's uh, it is an interesting change. Yeah, but um, that book is is so good, and I cannot wait for the next fifty
0: issues, man. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pick up all the trades and binge it. Hopefully, soon. yeah,
2: I want to pick uh, pick up uh, Tom King's run of Batman too because I want to see what happens in fifty. But also, something I have been reading is a Mass Deal. I picked up the la- final. You and I both. I Robo picked Dizarre. up the, the final two issues of Mass of Deal last week. And How do you I feel about them. it,
0: Brandon? Uh, it's incredibly well written. Yeah. Uh, like it, w- it like Did it you read be. number one, Superman number one? Not yet. Oh, okay.
2: No, yeah, that's in my poll too. I'm looking okay. forward for that. Okay. Um,
0: are you caught up on? Did you finish it? I finished Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. I finished. Um, I finished. I was. That's why
2: I brought it up because I want to talk to you about.
0: it. Yeah, I was really worried, Ben. I was really worried that he would erase the marriage of Lois of Lois and Clark. Me too. Another great word balloon where he's
1: like, "You guys should never be worried because I love those characters way too much. I am so excited to write them. You guys just wait for the future."
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. It's, so
0: good. It, it's just. It was. It came from a place of, I really loved uh, what Gleason and Tomasi did on their run of ba- of Superman, Batman, Jesus. Well, also Batman, Both. yeah. But like Superman, and I feel like Superman's strength, his cur- current strength lies with his family. Um, then I started reading and about the issue three, I, I caught on that what he was doing, he was, ho- he was doing uh, 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 Hope Summers. Hope Summers? Cable? Cable's, do- yeah. Cable's quote unquote daughter? Yeah taking the are uh, taking the the kid to the future and he comes back as as more of an adult version are they doing that it's very it's very similar uh, no, what I, mean,
1: hap- I thought it was he's just tr- like traveling in the galaxy
0: well that that's what that's what essentially it's yeah. the equivalent okay mm-hmm. uh, it's, you're removing the family out of the table yeah. for what for whatever reason I don't think they're gonna be left for long because we see a cover could actually be Con l and not Jonathan
1: oh guys uh so ooh. I was about to spoil a Flash fifty. Then go ahead. Uh, uh, oh, Crisis! Yeah, uh, Superboy is coming back. Superboy Prime's coming back. We don't
0: know it's Superboy Prime. We we don't. But if you read that issue, dude, it's kind of like who else is it? Yeah, they, it's a person named Crisis. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. happens is at the end of Flash fifty, um, it's the only issue of Flash I've read in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to read the. I'm going to read the whole trade once out. But it, last last page pages of Flash fifty has a breakout in the 25th century, um, and it's a cell that just has crisis on it. So a lot of people are speculating that it could be Superboy Prime. My only thing is I don't I wonder why they would introduce Superboy Prime in a flash comic and not like a crisis level event. He Unless was Blackest building... Night. What do you mean? He was like he's been in the but Green But Blackest Night stuff. was basically a crisis level event.
3: Yeah. 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 But like So you know, but that's what I think,
0: But that's what I'm thinking. Could they be setting up if you let me finish like Sorry. what I was saying, they could they be setting up another crisis level event after Heroes in Crisis, Doomsday Clock and uh, whatever they're doing with Justice League. Possibly, yeah. Which is a lot of events for yeah. DC to be setting up, uh, which is my only worry. Again, because of the word we don't listen to, uh,
1: DC Heroes in Crisis, it's, it's, a, it's a big book, but it is way more about the emotions and less about actual big crazy sure, things I'm happening. sure
0: it's like Identity Crisis.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, oh man, that's a, that's a tough book.
0: Um, yeah. Do you like that book? I don't remember. Okay. I remember, I remember feeling it being a little problematic. Because there's rape in it. Yeah, that and a lot of people are don't like it. They introduced like elongated man's wife only to kill her. Yeah.
2: Oh, they fridged her. Yeah. Yeah, they mm. they fridged her. Yeah. So I think that
0: book is 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 bold. Wait, wait, yeah. what book are we talking about again? Identity, Identity Crisis. Crisis. Okay. Brad Meltzer wrote it. Yeah. So I think that I, I'm sure that Heroes in Crisis, but like you're also doing Doomsday Clock and Justice League is clearly that's part, their own fault. Doomsday Clock should have been done. <laughs> wait,
1: be
2: Doomsday done done the Clock just, they just took out issue number five. Right? It's not right? out yet. It's only four, right? Or four? No, it just it's came five. Out? Is out. I've lost count. A book just, that's the uh, problem. I, a doomsday clock issue just came out. I know that. Not not no. just came no. out. No, I no, thought dude. it did. No. I just picked
0: up my poll, dude. Ah, shit. I'm telling you, I think we're on four or five. Yeah. Either we're on five. I, I think six is the next one coming. I don't know for sure. Look, later. either way, the book should have been done in November. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be done in November. And you're right; it could be their own fault. So what I'm so my speculation: if you're introducing, Super, if you're reintroducing Superboy Prime, which go ahead, like yeah. bring back all these characters. Um, it, it, bring 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 back Superboy, uh, proper Superboy, and have Jonathan and Connor because we we got Ooh. a bit in the Super Sons of Tomorrow that both Jonathan and Connor knew each other, so Conel could still could still exist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he could still be Superboy. He could still be Superboy. Uh, oh, um, is
1: there no Superboy right now? In any, in like Teen Titans or anything?
0: No, no. Mm-hmm. He's off uh, into the galaxy with jor mm. Oh, okay. And Which Connor d- is is MIA. Sorry,
1: I, I didn't I didn't mean Jonathan. I'm sorry. I meant
0: Connor. Sorry. Oh yeah, Connor yeah. is MIA since okay. since uh, the new Fifty Two Teen Titans run. Got it. Uh, we haven't seen him since. Uh, maybe, maybe the Connor that comes back isn't even that character. Yeah. Uh. Well, no. We we saw. Comics look, Super <laughs> Super Super Sons Super Sons of Tomorrow introduced future Connor Kent, yes. future Bart Allen, future Donna Troy. All three characters are not in main continuity right now. Yes. Except for Bart, who just came back in Flash Fifty.
2: Uh, question: It's a little um, offhand, but when does uh, Justice League Odyssey come out? That was pushed. That was pushed uh, uh, six weeks from its yeah. original
0: date in August.
2: Okay, so it's coming out in August then.
0: No, it's pushed from August. So more like September, October.
2: Yeah, because in um, the last pages of uh,
0: yeah, what, those books were. It says July. I I so. thought I sent you this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I sent you this. What happened was Stepan and and uh, Joshua Williamson. Mm-hmm. You know, Flash my Flash my time the Justice League soon, which is, could be Superboy Prime, which yeah. is what was trying to, what I was getting to. There you go. Um, Another crisis, though. So soon. Do- it, so many they, events. It doesn't have to be a crisis. I know, but there's so many events. Mm-hmm. Um, you say crisis, though. You, they, no, I, they I said know. crisis. Yeah, it's got to be a crisis. Yeah. It's got to be like a major crisis. What if Doomsday Clock ends with a crisis? We'll find
2: out in six it, years. It could. Yeah. but yeah, you, Anyway, you, sorry. You were saying? So
0: Justice like League Odyssey, what was supposed to happen, uh, what's happened is they've... they I guess ran out of. Sh- they did something. Something happened with the story that wasn't working anymore, so they had to go back to the drawing board. Oh. It's still coming. Okay. It's just coming later than it was.
2: Still art by stuff on subject though. Yeah, he's okay. still on board. That's he, like the sole reason why I want it.
0: Truthfully, uh, I, I was reading the thing. He was like, "Yeah, I'm on board from the long run on this one." He released oh. his schedule. Remember, didn't you show us yeah. a picture? Yeah, he's for like two years. Yeah, and Justice League Odyssey is all throughout this. Like, he, he's got a he's got a pitch at DC coming out soon. That was just that was just released. He's got Sunstone, new Sunstone volumes like and the fact that he's doing an ongoing series for as long as he can for 12 issues at least
1: they have to give him the time though yeah that's why they have to push this they don't want they don't want a
0: Gary Frank situation well I wonder well Stepan is actually a quick artist yeah it's just he had a he had a shoulder problem that uh, that prevented him from uh, going quickly oh okay I got you uh, but that's now fixed and he's been churning out things like he got he got early for Aquaman so he did a, issue a suicide squad that's right yeah like this is, the, dude's, the dude's working like the, crazy uh, Gotham Resistance he did one of those books he yeah. did yeah anyway so that's our speculation of what's going on with DC next. I love yeah. it. Ooh, excuse me, burp. Um, what else am I reading? Oh my gosh. I don't even know. Um...
1: I want oh Iron Man. I thought it, I thought Iron Man was good. You don't have to read it though. I won't. No, I know. <laughs> um, Not because it only slot. I just don't care. No, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I picked up so many number one. I just picked up Hawkman too. I, I, got, to pick, pick, ho- I got to I picking up so many. I kind of want to
2: pick up Spider Man now. It's dude. I'm telling you, dude. And have you never,
1: read Hawkman? I haven't read Hawkman. I, ho- I read Hawkman one. What'd you think? I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I'll trust I've you. Never, I've never read it yet. Yeah,
2: I've never owned a Spider Man on or read a Spider Man ongoing book. This is the. I th- I really
1: think this is a super 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 good number one, and it's it it reminds me. Like people want Spider Man to be broke and they want him to like be down on his luck and and they why won- do
0: people hate Spider Man so
1: much? I don't know. That's why it's so crazy because people want him to be super broken and poor and then they're like, oh, well, wanted to do something different, so Dan-, Dan Slott makes him into a billionaire and like, well, we don't like that either. I'm like,
0: I I don't know what you guys want anymore. Then it's the it's the Thor problem when they they did a re- they did a Thor book. I forgot who wrote it. it might have been Schrzenzky's run. Anyway, they did a Thor run that everyone was like. We want a book like this, so they came out with Thor, yeah. and it was the book that everyone wanted. Nobody read it. That's that's usually how it goes. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um,
0: don't just hate that. It happens a lot in the comic book community. I like what they what they don't know what they want. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, you know what I want? What? Good stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yes. Cosmic Ghost Rider. I want more of that. Cosmic Ghost Rider versus Venom. It could happen. Totally, yeah. dude. Especially now that we got Null, the Null, the, the Oblivion King, or whatever
1: the hell that guy' name is. That thing is. awesome. So, have you read Venom? No, no, yeah. They introduce the the, 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 god. the the god of the symbiote, god, the god of the symbiotes. His name's Null, the Oblivion King, or something. What? The He's, sh- it's,
0: it reminds me a lot of God Country, dude. It, it is it very sounds, God Country.
2: That sounds like a demon ledge you would find at the deepest dungeon of Dungeons and Dragons. He comes. He,
0: the first time we see him is this giant flying symbiote dragon. Yeah, <gasps> and then he, then they like figure they beat him. And then he walks out and it's this like pale, he's like, like, like an lanky elf, yeah. elf oh. man. And like the symbios just bow to him. Yeah. It's so cool, dude. Like, he is that, a Dungeons and Dragons Venom yeah. just Venom is just. Venom can't do anything when he's around. He's just like, well, I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> um,.
1: Yeah, Null, the Oblivion
0: Lord, uh, yeah, or something so like that. Oh, well, anyway, what do you say we get out of here? Sure. God yeah. Country 2 might get announced at Comic Con. Cheese oh. Louise. All right, Jeez. look forward to that. Well, next week, as Sparks is here, uh, we'll do his. Uh We'll do his book club from last week. Steve, the go. If, mm-hmm. if not, we'll probably wait another week. Another next, one. next week is also Comic Con. Yeah. Um. But I promise you more information. So Funko, we are now officially Funko affiliates. Yes, we are. So what that means is you can follow the link in the description. I will. I will put it in every episode description until they say no. Yep. And use the promo code shop ten. That's S H O P one zero. Uh, all one word for 10% off your purchase. 10%. Hell yeah. Are you? Yeah, very cool. So if you like Pops, and we know you do. Yes, we do. Use that promo code. Is there anything code. else besides Pops? Oh, is, they got other things. Yeah. Wobblers. Like, like cereal. They got t shirts. They, they don't have the cereal yet. <laughs> and they will only be selling the f- Freddy Funko on their website so far. Who's Freddy?
2: Freddy That's is the mascot. mascot. What does
0: he look like? I don't know. <laughs> 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 Great mascot. We're, fun- we're
2: Funko affiliates, so we don't. I Actually, know what I know like. what he looks like. I know what
0: he looks like. I know. He's like a. The, I just read the. I just also See, the thing the is, when you say Freddy
1: Funko, I keep thinking of Freddy Krueger because they're also selling a Freddy Krueger cereal, right? Are. So I'm just following Freddy. Confused.
0: Now, Freddy Funko is this kind of like this boy with a crown on his head and dimples. And just kidding. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Crown. Um, yeah. So, so uh, follow the link in the description and we'll get a kickback for every purchase you make.
1: Woo! Yeah. Give me very, them
0: pennies. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Next week, we are going to San Diego Comic Con. Oh, my yeah. God. Until we find out if or not. Um,. So if you're going uh hook us up? Hook us up. Hook no us no. up, sure.
2: Hook up with us, hook us up, do whatever you want to do some hooks. Just say hi to us. Just just be just be like Hit us up. and be like, Hit us up. I think that's what you want to do. Hit us up. That's the one I wanted. <laughs> yeah, be like, yo, fake nerds, where are
0: you at? I'm chilling in front of booth so-and-so. Let's, let's chill. Until next week then, guys. Thank you for everyone who listens. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, there is no show without you. Jeremy Vellucci, who does our, in- uh, does our uh, theme music. I'm all over the place today. <laughs> who does our theme music and intro segments. Uh, you can find his show at Suburban partologist at Facebook.com slash Suburban partologist official. Instagram at Subproc Podcast. Thank you to Mike Matola who does our icon. Is yeah. he going to be in San Diego? Uh, no, no he's not oh, oh darn it I don't believe so wah, wah. find him at Mike Mottola. Uh if you'd like to get in touch with us Twitter, Instagram, Facebook all at Fake Nerd Podcast Fake Nerd at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with us personally I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter Ryan
1: I'm at Yorma Gundra, the World Serpent I'm at DJ Tony Snark try spelling that <laughs> J-O-O-O-R-R-R-G-G-G
2: no oh. no <laughs> Ben Ben Magnet 27 for Instagram and Twitter
0: Subscribe to us on iTunes Stitcher, Google Play TuneIn, Spotify iHeartRadio Wherever podcasts you listen to Rate and review Wherever you get us Seriously guys We've I heard some us. really good things uh, Some really good things From you guys lately I I are, 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 are. Uh, but, but if you ever If you want to help the show You know get, Buy some Funko Pops But yeah. also <laughs> uh, so Rate and review us On iTunes It helps us it's greatly very, Yes Important. Allows us to grow And mm-hmm. we want to grow We do uh, We need those inches So We need all those inches All the <laughs> inches baby So until next week, then
2: to San Diego,
0: stay fake nerds.